What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. <laughs> are, are we are live. Uh, no, there's no Oh, hello. Oh, okay. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Oh, yeah, because we don't have an intro because this isn't officially no. Leftist oh. Mafia. Yeah. It's just everybody from Leftist Mafia, but not on Leftist Mafia. <laughs> Yeah, Bam is, is coming though because it's a. I was saying it's like a mer, how you, like a joint show, like different shows coming together. Not my camera going off. No. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Ben my is, internet is ben really Dixon's bad. also going to be here. Yeah. Oh, nice. Let yes. Me, let me go ahead and plug that in. Do you have the uh, uh, Rebecca? Do you have the the Sony ZV one? Because I, I I do. Because. Is that the camera you have? Because I had that issue with that camera, and I figured out how to, how to fix it. At least I think it I did. 6400. It may have the same settings. Uh, well, yeah. we can discuss off camera, but okay. <laughs> but, yeah, because it does that. settings, I think you could change. All right, one second. I'll be right with you guys, so I can look. I faded to black, but I'll be right back. <laughs> so it's yeah. going to be starting in about uh, eight minutes or so. Let's go quickly. Go through. Scroll through here. Who's going to be in the debate? Let me bring this up. Yeah, you tell me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Rhonda Santis, not Donald better, Trump. That's guy? what matters. Not Donald no. Trump. Not, That's not the Donald most Trump. important thing. I did thing. everything right. right, and they indicted me. Not, not <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, so, I like. So, let's quickly hear what do we expect from Rhonda Santis. I expect him to do terribly. Actually, I uh, think that he is just he's he has no charisma. He's garbage and. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see if he's going to be defending Trump, as was leaked in the super PAC that is backing him, that that's what they want to see. Are, is he going to do that, or is he going to attack Trump? I think that's one thing to watch for. I expect Ron, him as to your be super the punching pack, bag. Ron, as your super PAC, we want you to be a little bitch. Go out there and just defend <laughs> someone who's just destroying <laughs> you in the polls and talking trash about your family. Ron, just go out there. And we, we've already let Mickey Mouse whip you around. It's time for Donald Trump to do so, too. <laughs> it, is it really rivalry? Because I feel like Ron DeSantis actually took a lot of um, Trump's you know his his blueprint from when he came out started with that rolled out with that and then um you know he i think he took it a step further but this is a lot of what um to me what desantis is doing is similar it, it's textbook trump and that's why trump looks at him like you can never be me you will never be me you know it's trump, and, it's trump without the charisma which when yeah, it's trump yeah, without the charisma all it is is a real piece of shit so Ron that's DeSantis why he's not appealing boring. to anybody yeah, he's pretty boring. He, just, a, who can he has be a more handsome face. 
he has a handsome face. So I'll oh, say that. No. Oh, strong disagree. <laughs> no? Strong disagree. Oh, no, 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 does not have a <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Wait, did you say Ron DeSantis has a handsome face? Like, like <laughs> are you into are you are you familiar are you familiar with the, the Amazon Prime show The Boys? No. Oh, uh, do you can someone throw up Homelander? I'll can see if I can up? find your. Uh... Oh, your <laughs> tweet was so good. Okay, but the, but the actor who plays Homelander is actually good looking. It's more the fact that's that they're both true. kind of. Well, I'm not saying he looks like know? the actor. I'm Ron saying he looks like. Trash. Uh, He's garbage. He's clear. But Donald Trump is not. You're gonna get so not. clipped, Rebecca. Damn, <laughs> we're finding we're we're finding <laughs> out. Man's face is not nice. That, that's a nice face. Uh, I don't know. I, we're finding out that you're a freak, Rebecca. That's what we're yeah, finding out tonight. Yeah, I said Donald Trump is handsome. Now come and fight me. Fight me. Like, send me every, like, literally come to my address and just be like, Rebecca, like, it's, it's time. That's but, problematic crush. That is the voice of a sociopath. He he wants to rip the head off this reporter just like Homeland. Well, well let's not spoil Homelander. Not you having this ready, Matt. <laughs> it's CD. You're, you have this ready and that's it. Okay. But the, the way, that you have this did Lance make this or did you find That's this? Because I printed it. I, I, I didn't make this. I'm no, going to okay. print that and hold it on my phone. Mm -hmm. and like, I'm going to actually play the uh, Republican debate bingo uh, and see me, if I can win. Let that me bring up that, the image of that. Yeah, yeah. Whoever made this is very, uh, very clever because That's all of stuff. these. So, yeah, all of these are going to. Republican debate oh, bingo. Woke should have been that. Uh, I agree. You no, know woke yeah. is going to be like fifty thousand times tonight. Yeah, woke is going to be yeah. In the first three seconds, we're going to hear woke, uh, climate mm -hmm. hoax for sure. Um, I mean, all of these are very likely. Hunter Biden, because you oh, know yeah. it's going to be mm -hmm. that's oh, going to be Biden, absolutely. Oh yeah, yes. mainstream Biden, media, mainstream yep. media, baby. That's all up in there. <laughs> what, what's the least likely one? I guess is is the better question here. Climate <laughs> hoax. What's the one that's I would no, say... that's going to be hit. I think that could. Uh, you know, what? maybe hit? not, because that's more of a Trump saying climate hoax. Mm. Uh, but they will, they will downplay the climate if it comes up at all. I think it won't come Crime up at all. So. We need to add. We, we need to add which candidate. Words. Which candidate will mm. wish Matt Binder a happy birthday today? <laughs> oh, all right, it's your birthday, okay, right? Binder, yeah, happy Binder, birthday! Your birthday. Again. <laughs> Binder, happy birthday. birthday! Thank you, thank happy you. birthday! No, let me do the black version. <laughs> happy birthday! <laughs> happy birthday! I like this version too because it's copyright claim free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, I think that um that version is, if I'm not mistaken, I'm I may be making this up. No. I don't know who it is. I'm about to just say Stevie Wonder because it just felt like it was Stevie Wonder. That is not Stevie Wonder, Rebecca. Stevie Wonder. That is not Stevie Wonder, though. <laughs> I made that up. But yeah, it's copy. It's yeah, you're right. So happy birthday. How old are you? Thank you. Oh, now. multiple chats are saying Stevie Wonder. Yeah, it is Stevie Wonder. Okay, so see. Oh, so it's definitely not yeah. copyright clip. <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> that's my remix. That's I, my voice. I, am, Binder, uh, I don't sing for everybody, okay? All right, I appreciate it. It was beautiful. You have a great singing voice, much Thank better than you. your taste you in men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. I'm 37 years old today, and um, you know, Young if you're man. ever feeling to, to the audience, if you're ever feeling like your, you know, your, your your birthday came and went, and you didn't really have a great time, just remember you could be me and spending your birthday night watching the GOP primary. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, though. What? So, what is? Do you, what else do you have planned outside of this? Because I know this oh, can't just be it for you. No, that really is. I mean, that's I got kids, life. and uh, they just, went, just put them to bed. We had, you know, we had a cake. 
just okay. me, you know, just the kids and my my wife, and you know, we we just did it small. We'll we'll do something bigger on the weekend. It's hard. Wednesday, I wasn't gonna take off on a Wednesday either. That's no fun. I'd rather take off mm-hmm. like on a Friday or Monday and extend the weekend and celebrate my birthday then. So you okay? So you're gonna be in the streets this weekend? I don't know about the streets. Probably Getting at weird. some sort of kids re- kid related theme park type deal. I'm sure. Oh, you're gonna celebrate with the kids. It's not gonna be yeah. you and your partner. It's just gonna be you. Oh no, no really? that 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 doesn't that rarely happens nowadays. Oh, David. <laughs> oh my God, you sound David. like you're 50. Is that what married life is like? Ooh. No, no, no. We actually we actually do enjoy uh, you our sound kids. Like you're 50. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Throw them hey, kids t- off. T- I'll be like, take them, throw them. Like, uh, whose kids are these? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. Do that. That's not <laughs> okay, me. In the, 40, in the 43 seconds that remain, I'm just going to quickly say to answer David's question, you know who I think is going to uh, really succeed tonight? Uh, Vivek, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. I think no. it's going to be his, his probably. Night. I, I, I think he, I'll probably I think, do the best. I think he's going to dominate. Yeah, I, that's my prediction. Yeah. I would love yeah. to see it. I would love I to think see that it. Chris Christie is going to come in a close second. Because I think he's going to take some shots at DeSantis and other candidates, and the moderators yeah. are going to want to allow that to happen for good ratings. So I think Chris Christie is someone to watch as well. Uh, it would be funny if he also face planted and did not perform. Oh, Ben well, is but... here. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, Ben's here. Another fall. Yeah, Ben is here. But for me, who do oh, I, yeah, I really? Bring ben I think with four um... seconds. To, with four seconds to spare. <laughs> ben, what is your camera on the webcam or your 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 song? Is it on the webcam? Oh God, no, we don't want that. It's Hang on, let me get the good. Mike and I is on here. Look, All right, it's let me this mic up. Some call it the heartland. Others fly over country. You're gonna have to turn it up a lot more. If you don't, if you're maxing the volume, David, add the extension to your browser that uh, there's either Chrome or Firefox extensions that you just max out volume as much as you want. Yeah, I, I did that. Did it change? Did it make, make a difference? Yeah. Ben, I'm gonna send you the bingo card. Ooh, it sounds pretty bad. Yeah. And also, it's razor thin elections. In 2016, Republicans narrowed Is that really a full volume? That's really that yeah. can't be the volume because we are way louder than that. Someone else can try it. Mike or Bender, you have control too if you want to try bringing one in. Let Bender try. My internet is very bad right now. The country was rife with tension. All right, hold on. Let me try the Fox News one. I don't think we can. Are they streaming online? I would imagine. Yeah, I don't so. think. I don't think. No, I don't think we can. They probably are charging for it. Yeah, I think it's a paid thing. Uh, what you need to do is just install the extension in your browser for either Chrome or Firefox that lets you maximize uh, volume. And, I have that. Uh, it's maxed. It's you have you have volume volume booster. Yeah, I think I think the issue is is Streamyard. I'm not sure if it, if if Streamyard yeah. picks that up. Tonight, the Republican candidates will face off at the home of the Bucks and the Marquette Golden Eagles, hoping to return next July to this city on the shore of Lake Michigan. Mothers say it's fine. I don't, I'm confused. Other close counties. If it's fine, if you're because for me it's quiet, but if it's fine for you at home, that's awesome. The, right. I can I can actually hear really good. Oh, all right. You got headphones. Oh, all y'all got headphones. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go for it. There you go. Maybe, yeah. maybe because it sounds like this, we'll uh, 
not get any sort of coverage. For me, it's like super loud because <laughs> I turned the tab up so I can barely hear anybody else. Other people can barely hear, hear it as well in the chat. They are here to lay out their vision for America, the battle as they battle. We got to give people something. Good evening, everybody. I'm Martha McCallum. And I'm Brett Baer. This is the very same stage on which the Republican choice for president will accept the party's nomination next summer. The eight contenders are positioned by the order they sit in the polls, with the highest polling candidates in the middle standing center stage. Florida Those asking, there's no Ron subtitles as far as I know. Yeah, this is uh, this cycle rumble, not. Doug Burgum. Some ground rules for tonight. We'll ask the question. Is there a way to turn our voices down? One minute to answer. Uh, if someone so people is can turn it up at home without breaking their ears. Seconds to respond. And when the time no, comes, no. Oh, it just actually no. the volume sort of we'll fixed for me at least. It sounds very pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, these candidates have a big opportunity to break out of the. It's low, even on my phone when I pulled it out. Prepared to be the Republican choice for president. At a time when the likely Democrat nominee, President Joe Biden, is working to convince the country. You want me to try sharing mine really quick just to test it? Looking up. If you want, you yeah. call my plan Bidenomics. I'm not sure the men in the totally complimentary way at the time. <laughs> but guess what? It's working. But is it? More than 65% of Americans. I'm not sure the men in the totally How does that sound? Way at the time. But guess what? The same. It's working. Same. Okay. This is lower for me. But okay, let's go back to David's then. <laughs> Dang. Sorry, y'all. Food is high. It's a lot of people's out here homeless because they can't buy food. It's tough when you got mortgage rates at 78% versus two to three. It's just you can't afford a house anymore. It's inflation is is ridiculous. It's killing us out here. We sit here tonight. The number one song on the Billboard chart is called "Rich Men North of Rich Men." Oh God! Oh my oh God! Oh my God! Oh, I can't believe that got mentioned. Virginia, named Oliver Anthony. His lyrics speak of alienation, of deep frustration with the state of government and of this country. And people Washington, on welfare. Washington D.C. is about a hundred miles north of Richmond. Oh my God! Oh, gotta mute it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure if we can share that audio. Yeah. So wait till he's done. <laughs> can they not? <laughs> They're playing the whole damn song. I'm embarrassed. This is so this is the way they start well, the show. <laughs> like, what is the point of playing this? I don't get it. He's it's their new hero. The people. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. Is, Do you not understand? But maybe they didn't get the memo. He said diversity good, so he's canceled. <laughs> That's true. What do you think it means? Our country is in decline. This de uh -oh. the no. decline is not inevitable. It's it a freezing. choice. We need to send Joe Biden back to his basement and reverse American decline. Not the basement. 
with understanding we must reverse Bidenomics so that middle-class families have a chance to succeed again. We cannot succeed as a country if you are working hard and you can't afford groceries, a car, or a new home while Hunter Biden can make hundreds of thousands of dollars on lousy paintings. That is wrong. We, we also I'm sorry, what's succeed the when the Congress spends trillions and trillions of dollars. Those rich men north of Richmond have put oh us God. in this situation. And finally, we need to lower your gas prices. We're going to open up all energy production. We will be energy dominant again in this country. I showed it could be done in the state of Florida. I pledge to you as your president, we will get the job done and I will not let you down. He's really trying to have charisma tonight. Oh my God. Yep. That smile at the end. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was cursed. Yeah, was creepy. Why would you That's do better shit. on the economy than him? Well, Look, I do agree predominantly with what Governor DeSantis just laid out. I think that if you asked every one of us up here that we would agree predominantly with what he just laid out. Here's the difference. The difference is that we're going to have to work and make sure that we sell these ideas and we able to be able to put ourselves in a position where we get a majority of the vote, not only by winning the Congress and the Senate in the 24, but also by having someone who's had the experience of doing it. Now, I was elected as a conservative Republican in a blue state with 61% of the vote, with a Democratic legislature against me the entire time. And we still, through hard, strong decision-making, brought them around to our point of view. We cut taxes in New Jersey. We cut debt in New Jersey. We made sure that each and every time we were confronted with bad democratic ideas, we stood and stopped them. And when there were good ideas, we brought people together to make progress going forward. Truth and accountability are the things we need to do to fight waste. And I'd say the last thing is this, Brett, we cannot sit by any longer and allow the kind of spending that's going on in Washington, because every dollar they spend is a dollar that these people are not allowed to spend on their children and their grandchildren. It's robbing our country and it's wrong. Well, Governor, let me just follow up very quickly. New Jersey- Really weak start for governor, him. had the second yeah. lowest credit really rating weak. in the nation after Illinois, it was downgraded 11 <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah and, and that's what happens when you inherit a blue state that has done that. But when you look at what we did on debt, Brett, in that state, we cut debt in that state, debt that had been left to us by three Democratic gubernatorial predecessors of mine who ran up that debt tremendously. And what you also saw us do was to cut the unemployment rate in half. It was over 10% when I became governor in 2010. What we also did was cut pension payments to public employees to make sure that taxpayers were not being soaked by a public employee union system that was killing the taxpayer. Thank you, Governor. Governor Scott, I mean, Tim Scott, Senator Scott, excuse me. Uh, the song also goes after welfare programs. As a senator, now President Biden, argued for freezing federal spending, this was back in the 80s, and dealing with sacred cows. He does not talk about that anymore. You have been a cows? senator, though, for 10 years. Is this the so first time they brought off the welfare cows? part of Oliver Anthony's song? The increasing yep. size yes. of government. Yeah. Uh, Tim Scott is the resident black man on the... Yeah, I mean, come on. Jeez. What we also need to understand is that Joe Biden's Bidenomics has led to the loss of $10,000 of spending power 
for the average family. When you see 16% inflation, your gas is up 40%, your food is up 20%, your electricity is up 20%. We can stop that by turning the spigot off in Washington, sending the money back to the states and allowing the decisions to be made at their own houses. I helped write the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017. We cut taxes for a single mom, like the one that raised me by 70%, for <laughs> dual households by 60%, returning to the average family $4,000. If you don't send it to Washington, we can't spend it. That's good news for the American people. Okay, but just to, to follow up, you did, during the Trump administration, you approved uh, 4.4 trillion, 4.1 trillion, 1.7 trillion over the course of that administration. That's a lot of money. There's no doubt that during the Trump administration, when we were dealing with the COVID virus, we spent more money. But here's what happened at the end of our time in the majority. We had low unemployment, record low unemployment, three and a half percent for the majority of the population, 70 70 year low for women. African-Americans, Hispanics and Asians had a all time low but our inflation was at 2%. Under Joe Biden, we've seen the exact opposite. We've seen inflation explode, which led to 12 Federal Reserve increases that's devastating home buyers today. Mr. Ramaswamy, you're listening to if these I, answers. If I may, oh, I mean, that was our administration, we're going to, we're going to, so I, I don't know if I get a chance didn't, to respond. He didn't no, they're going to go hard on the back end. Oh, they're going in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Ramaswamy, Listening to all of this, why should voters choose you over more experienced politicians on this stage? Uh, you're basically, you know, a blank slate for people. You're 38 years old. Uh, you've said you've only voted in two presidential mm-hmm. elections before this moment, this political race. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name? And what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? Come on, Vivek. I'm not a politician, Brett. You're right about that. I'm an entrepreneur. My parents came to this country with no money 40 years ago. I have gone on to found completely ignored the question companies. I did it while marrying mm-hmm. my wife, Apoorva, raising our two sons. This is giving God. That is the American dream. And I am genuinely worried that that American dream will not exist for our two sons and their generation unless we do something about it. And I do think Brett is going to take an outsider. Because for a long time, we have professional politicians in the Republican Party who have been running from something. Now is our moment to start running to something, to our vision of what it means to be an American today. If you have a Y'all were right. Party, you don't turn over the keys to the people who broke it again. You hand it over to a new generation to actually fix the problem. That's why I'm in this race and we're just getting warmed up. That's a great start. Well, that's that. I'm coming out strong. Yeah, didn't answer anything. Not a thing. <laughs> yeah. And you notice no follow-up questions for he or DeSantis. Vivek is the GOP's Buttigieg for sure. I care about the fact is that no one is telling the American people the truth. The truth is that Biden didn't do this to us. Our Republicans did this to us too. When they passed that $2.2 trillion COVID stimulus bill, they left us with 90 million people on Medicaid, 42 million people on food stamps. No one has told you how to fix it. I'll tell you how to fix it. They need to stop the spending. They need to stop the borrowing. They need to eliminate the earmark. 
earmarks that Republicans brought back in. And they need to make sure they understand these are taxpayer dollars, it's not their dollars. And while they're all saying this, you have Ron DeSantis, you've got Tim Scott, you've got Mike Pence, they all voted to raise the debt. And Donald oh. Trump added eight trillion Nikki said. to our debt. And our kids are never gonna forgive us for this. And so at the end of the day, you look at the 2024 budget, Republicans asked for 7.4 billion in earmarks. Democrats asked for 2.8 billion. So you tell me who are the big spenders. I think it's time for an account. Wow. Oh, oh shit. What? Haley. Damn. What? <laughs> she said y'all getting red. percent of voters say the cost of groceries is a quote major problem for them. Right. You blame the Biden administration hmm. spending for that increase. But as vice president, your administration spent mm. more than any prior, $7.8 trillion added to the national debt, 3.5 trillion of that before COVID. So does that mean that you're part of the spending problem? Well, first off, thanks for the question. Thanks for letting me respond to a re reference to our re administration's record. Okay. I'm incredibly proud of the record of the Trump-Pence administration. I mean, in four short years, we rebuilt our military. We revived our economy. We unleashed American energy. And we appointed three conservatives to the Supreme Court that gave the American people a new beginning for the right to life. Now, Martha, you asked earlier who's the most best prepared for this job. And I must tell you, with all due respect to all of my friends on the stage, and even to one that's probably looking on, I think unquestionably <laughs> I'm the best prepared, the most tested, the most qualified and proven conservative in this race. I was a leader in the Congress of the United States. I led Indiana where we balanced budgets and had a AAA bond rating when I was governor. And as vice president of the United States, we spent funding to, to backfill on the, the, the military cuts of the Obama administration. And then we were there in the worst pandemic uh, in a hundred years. All that being said, I was the first person in this race to say that we've got to deal with the long-term national debt issues. You got people on this stage that won't even talk about issues like Social Security and Medicare. I mean, uh -oh. You recently said uh, a president can't do everything. Well, I got news for you, Vivek. I've been in the hallway. I've been in the West Wing. A president in the United States has to confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth and prosperity and restore fiscal responsibility, just as I did in Congress and as governor Mr. Vice president. and when I was vice president. Yeah, but you did not yeah, turn the election around yeah, for Donald Trump on January 6th. Disqualified! <laughs> yeah, then they wanted to hang you. Guys, unlock American energy. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear. Put people back to work by no longer paying them more. They love the back. Reform the U.S. Fed, stabilize the U.S. dollar, and go to war. The only war that I will declare as U.S. president will be the war on the federal administrative state that is the source of those toxic regulations acting like a wet blanket on the yeah, economy. I'm not sure I exactly understood Mike Pence's comment, but I'll let you all parse that out. For me, it's pretty simple. That's Damn. something a U.S. president can do with focus, and I'll deliver on well, it. Well, let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you, if I can. Oh, oh, wow, is oh, understand okay. this going to stand there in the middle like a little... I'm trying to hear the explanation. Is he coming with something? I was a House conservative leader before it was cool. I actually pushed a deficit reduction act that was the last time we actually reduced the national debt in the United States when I was the leader of House conservatives. I balanced budgets and cut taxes when I was governor. 
I mean, look, Joe Biden has weakened this country at home and abroad. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need mm. to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in a Where'd the volume go? Yeah, now I can't hear anything. <laughs> so here's the thing. Why are we in this mess? Part of it and a major reason is because how this federal government handed COVID-19 by locking down this economy. It was a mistake. It should have never happened. And in Florida, we led the country out of lockdown. We kept our state free and open. People and died. I can tell you this. People died. President, I will mm -hmm. never let the deep state bureaucrats lock you down. You don't take somebody like Fauci and coddle him. You bring Fauci in, you sit him down, and you say, Anthony, you are fired. <laughs> I told you. I just want to respond to Mike for one second because he invoked me back. Listen, now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre-prepared slogans out of the way, like we you. have a real discussion now. The, the, the reality and the fact of the matter is... Is that one of yours? Uh, not, not really, Mike. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That was actually a half-decent retort. Is, you have a bunch of people, professional politicians, super PAC puppets, following slogans handed over to them by their 400-page super PACs last week. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, which is what you're hearing about, or do you want revolution? Okay, and I stand on the side of the American the revolution. We're going to take Republican. control back here. We need everyone to have. What'd you do? Oh, I have not he took control. There are two people who we have not heard from yet, so let's hear from Governor Burgum and then from Governor Hutchinson. Oh, he's about to David was on the side of revolution there for a minute. <laughs> it's a big deal to make it on this stage with all these. Hey, who's this guy? No, this is the $20 gift card guy. They were all wishing me well. Uh, and I think I took them a little too literally when they said, go to Milwaukee and break a leg. So, <laughs> But I do want to say uh, uh, on this, we're missing something. We can't just talk about the Biden economy because the economy, energy, and national security are all tied together. We, of course, we're paying too much for our energy in our in our state right in our country right now. But part of the reason why is because oh, of the Biden so policies on energy. We've got a plan right now, the $1.2 trillion of Green New Deal spending buried in the Inflation Creation Act is something that- <laughs> Green New Deal spending? I didn't even realize. Wow, that's news to me. The Middle East and start buying batteries from China. We're just trading OPEC for Sinopec. And then belatedly, belatedly, the, the Biden administration says, no, we're gonna put sanctions on Russian oil. Well, we put sanctions on Russian oil. Well, then it's 20% off. Who's buying it? China. So if you buy a battery in this country, you buy a solar panel, it's being produced in a, power, in a plant in China powered by coal, or it's being powered by oil and gas at 20% off. And every farmer in this country would like to buy diesel at 20% off, just like they're buying it in China. Governor Hutchison, quickly. Guys, real quick, people are saying that we're too loud compared to the debate itself. Folks, we can't turn it up, but we'll try to be more quiet. Yeah, I'll turn myself you down. You could do we can all turn our mics down. Yeah, you turn yeah, our if, mics if we all turn our mics down, then it may be better. Everyone, half your mic. Put, put half the DBs. In Arkansas as governor. Okay, I've, I've lowered it to half. I've lowered it to Do I sound lower, everybody? For two, my do I sound quieter, everyone? And everyone want to do the sound sure off? Yeah, I sound the same. Just mute. 
<laughs> we have 14% fewer state employees in Arkansas. Does it sound better? Is after I left government than when yeah. I took over as governor eight I years ago. Well. I tell that because that's what we need in Washington, D.C. We need somebody who can actually constrain the growth of the federal government that can actually reduce the size, and I've pledged to reduce by 10% our federal non-defense workforce. That's a specific pledge to make that attacks the administrative state. And let me applaud some of the business partners that are here that have had success in business. But let me tell you, I've been a federal prosecutor. I've served our country in terms of being head of the DEA, in Homeland Security, in times of crisis, and while I think that that's experience that is important for the future of our country to be the president of the United States that can lead with positive solutions to be held accountable. Okay. Thank you. We have a Boring. lot of topics to get to. And I yeah, head of the DEA, cringe as fuck. Play within the rules. <laughs> right. Okay, next topic. More than 1,000 <laughs> people are still unaccounted for in Maui. Uh, after the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century. Hawaii's governor and White House officials said that climate change amplified the cost oh. of human error. And a tropical storm hit California for the first time in 84 years. The ocean hit 101 degrees off the coast of Florida. And in the last month, the heat wave in the southwest broke records nearly 50 years old. This so is going to be good. Diaz from Young America's Foundation has a question for you. Polls consistently show that young people's number one issue is climate change. How will you, as both president of the United States and leader of the Republican Party, calm their fears that the Republican Party doesn't care about climate change? Deny it. Fuck them. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually kind of on there asking this question. Do you believe mm -hmm. in human behavior is causing climate change? Raise your hand if you do. Well, look, we're not school children. Let's have the debate. I mean, I'm happy to take it to start. <laughs> Alexander, <laughs> so do you want to raise your hand or not? that's yeah. the way to do so let me just say to alexander this first of all one of the reasons our country's decline is because of the way the corporate media treats republicans versus democrats biden was on the beach while those people were suffering he was asked about it and he said no comment are you kidding me as somebody that's handled disasters in florida you got to be activated you've got to be there you've got to be present you've got to be helping people who are doing this and yeah. here's the deal yeah. let's just answer the question so here's is that a yes or is that a yes is that a hand raise? You do not. I think it was a hand raise for him, and it's um, my hands are in my pockets. No, no, no. I didn't raise, 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 raise a hand. Let us be honest as Republicans. Damn. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change oh, whoa, 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 whoa. agenda is a hoax. Oh, the That's the bingo card right, right there. Mm -hmm. And we have Jeez. to declare independent school. And the reality is... Well, he's getting booed for that, right? Or was he getting booed for the other comment? Bought and, and so paid. The I think the other comment. More yeah. people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. Governor, Governor, Governor Haley, are you bought and paid Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. This guy's going to feel really stupid in a couple of years. Of a guy who sounds like chat GPT standing up Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he worked on that line. In one of these debates, <laughs> that was stood in the middle of the stage and said, "What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here?" Was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing yeah. tonight. Come on, give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug, just same, like you did to Obama. Same type of amateur. And, and you'll Got him. Like me, just like you did to Obama too. Give me that the same hug, type of amateur. Hold on. Hold on. 
And Governor Haley, would you like to respond? Are you so bought Brett, and paid what for? I would like to say is the fact that I think this is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a fair line. Sounds woke. We do care yeah. about clean air, clean water. We want to see that taken care of, but there's a right way to do it. And the right way to do it is, first of all, yes, it's real. It. Yes, it is. But if you want to go and really change the What's environment, the right then we need to start telling China and India that they have to lower oh their emissions. That's where our problem is. And these green subsidies that Biden has put in, all he's done mm. is help China because he doesn't understand all these electric vehicles that he's done, what that does. Half of the batteries for electric vehicles are made in China. And so that's not helping the environment. You're putting money in China's pocket. And Biden did that. So first of all, I think we need to so China bad, the truth, the which is these subsidies are mm -hmm. not working. We also need to take on the international world and say, okay, India and China, you've got to stop to take on the international world. We'll yeah, the international <laughs> world is here. <laughs> are you bought and paid for Sorry. Are you bought and paid Absolutely for? not. I mean, it, it, here's what, what the American people deserve. <laughs> what the Oh, yeah. Yeah. Black person on the panel. Are you bought and paid for? To decide on the next leader of our country. Number one, wait a second. Number two, as a kid who grew up in a single-parent household mired in poverty, I wondered, oh was God, the bro. American dream real for kids who are devastated by poverty, devastated by the challenges of life. I came to the conclusion that America can do for anyone what she's done for me if we focus on restoring hope, creating opportunities, and protecting America. If we want the environment to be better, and we all do, the best thing to do is to bring our jobs home from China. If we create 10 million new jobs in my Made in America plan, we will have a better economy and a better environment. Let me tell you why I say that, Brett. America, Do it quickly. America has cut. <laughs> Jesus. I'm a Southern boy, I talk slow. So America, wow. America, yeah, that was quick. America <laughs> has cut our carbon footprint in half in the last 25 years. The places where they are continuing to increase, Africa, 950 million people. India, over a billion. China, over a billion. Why would we put ourselves at a disadvantage, devastating our own economy? Let's bring our jobs home. We have a lot of okay. different topics to get yeah, to. Yeah, we do. We thank you all. Thank you, wow. Senator Scott. He gives so the most disrespect to Scott, huh? Mm -hmm. in on what could be a defining issue in the 2024 campaign. The first Republican debate continues moments away. Wow. People are still saying our mics are too loud. I guess we gotta no, turn it down. There's nothing we can do at this point. I mean, Jesus I, I Christ! If you guys just want to watch the debate, then watch. They go to Fox News. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't just watch the debate. On, yeah. Well, right yeah. now it's um, a commercial, so we can have a little bit of back and forth. Yeah, that was um, that was Vivek came out strong. So you guys were right in your initial. Uh, it's it's Vivek. Oh, Vivek. Vivek like yeah. steak. I thought, yeah. I thought it was oh. Vivek. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> he says Vivek like cake. Let's pull us up on the screen. Let's not show these commercials. Let's show. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, mm. at, at the end of the day, he's actually now called Chat GPT. Uh, I think that was a big <laughs> no, that exchange. was good. They come in with the yeah, shots today. Yeah. Shots fired. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I think he's dominating right now. No question. He's controlling. He got asked a question and then instead of answering any part of it, he's just like, I just want to tell you all about what I'm all about. And then like, just, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
he's trying to be the populist right-wing Bernie Sanders, essentially, using words like revolution, talking about super PAC puppets. Um, he's giving me, like, fascist 2016 Bernie. And I think that that might play well for him. The one thing that I think might actually hurt him a little bit is him just saying that climate change is a hoax. That's going to bode well for him with, like, the right-wing grifter sphere. The problem is right. that I think if you're really trying to be populist, young people care about this, like, even on the right. So I don't think that that's going to help him. But that's the one misstep so far. The fact that Mike Pence is attacking him, I think, gives him a lot of clout. Yes, yes. I, As I watch this, I just really... I'm, I'm grieving for how stupid our country really is and how that audience is filled with people and Fox News viewers are celebrating all of the idiotic, insane, batshit, crazy stuff that they just said in that entire exchange. It was entertaining, but it's also really sad that we have to this much ignorance. Yeah. You're breaking ben, up a bit. Yeah, Ben, you're breaking up just a tad bit there. Um, but what you're saying is right. It is sad to see how much ignorance we have and how people are supportive of um, these really stupid talking points. Um, but they I see here, though, it's a little bit different. Uh, they like this younger um, man candidate. And I'm talking about Vivek, like steak. Um, yeah, you got I, they like this younger man, which is interesting to me because usually. They're more, I don't know, this bright, young, uh, has this, you know, even has like a lingo that he's throwing in there. Um, and his mm -hmm. clapbacks are great. And, you know, he doesn't answer questions. And they're still like, woo! Like, they're, they're really enjoying this. That's very interesting to see. As well, but um, what's her name? Haley. Um, Nikki Haley. She was also... She started to mong by actually attacking, um, going with the approach of attacking uh, or calling out and holding them accountable. The Republicans themselves, I think that was very interesting. And people still cheered mm -hmm. uh, for that as well. So that was interesting. I liked that, that she didn't come out saying, OK, let's yeah. just do what we always do. And that's um, attack uh, the blue or attack the left or attack Democrats. Um, but she went after their own party. And I think that was really a good place. I did want to say, though, mm -hmm. that like as a man, I felt personally attacked when she said that thing about men and women. And that was way too woke for me. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, she went full woke, full woke. Yeah. So that was woke. Yeah. Like, wow, where did yeah. she get that from? Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. identity <laughs> politics at a GOP debate? What is this? <laughs> yeah. no, I, I do agree, though, on a serious note with Rebecca, that this is a good strategy for her, right? Because she's kind of like blending in with the Pences and the, the Burgums and the more boring candidates. But if she can differentiate herself and attack other GOP candidates, she's not only going to make headlines, but I think that she's doing a good job at like drawing differences between her and other candidates. So I think it's a, mm -hmm. it's a good strategy. I mean, any political um, like strategist is going to tell you that if you're down in the polls, you need to attack and that's what she's doing. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to be streaming on here. It's back now on Safari now. So I'm curious if this is going to make a difference at all. Okay. Probably not. Good idea. We can all just turn what our the hell? down so people can turn it on or louder at home. Yeah, I'm going to put Sound any better? I, <laughs> I can't hear anything. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's dead Even silent. better. You might <laughs> have to use Chrome. StreamYard. Let me go back to Chrome. Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> That's bizarre. Okay. Well, let me bring this back in. Don't worry, we missed nothing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the right-wingers watching us currently. We are also <laughs> conservative, so stick around. Thank you, Martha. I am unapologetically pro-life. 
life, not because the Republican Party tells me to be, but because my husband was adopted and had trouble having both of my children. So I'm surrounded by blessings. Having said that, we need to yeah, stop demonizing this issue. Out. This is talking about the fact that unelected justices didn't need to decide something this personal because it's personal for every woman and man. Now it's been put in the hands of the people. That's great. When it comes to a federal ban, let's be honest with the American people and say it will take 60 Senate votes. It will take a majority of the House. So in order to do that, let's find consensus. Can't we all agree that we should ban late-term abortions? Can't we all agree that we should encourage adoptions? Can't we all agree that doctors and nurses who don't believe in abortion shouldn't have to perform them? Can't we all agree that contraception should be available? And can't mm -hmm. we all agree that we are not going to put a woman in jail or give her the death penalty if she gets an abortion? Let's treat this like the like a respectful issue that it is and humanize the situation and stop demonizing the situation. Well, all right. <laughs> All abortions matter. God. You signed a six-week abortion ban in Florida. Uh, one of your biggest financial backers said that you need to, quote, shift to get moderates or you will lose. What do you say to him and others who say politically that is a tough thing to sell nationally? Well, I would say we sold uh, the biggest election landslide victory in the history of the Republican Party in the state of Florida in 2022. That's what I did. We can win. But second of all, look, um, you got to do what you think is right. I believe in a culture of life. Uh, I was proud to sign the heartbeat bill. Uh, I remember one of the most impactful moments of my life was when I heard the heartbeat of my oldest daughter uh, in my wife's womb and then saw the sonograms of all three of my kids. What the Democrats are trying to do on this issue is wrong to allow abortion all the way up to the moment of birth. I know a lady in Florida named Penny. She survived multiple abortion attempts. She was left discarded what? in a pan. Fortunately, her grandmother Wait, saved her and brought her to a different hospital. We're what? better than what the Democrats <laughs> are selling. We are not going to allow abortion all the way up till birth, and we will hold that. And he is so traumatized. Did he say she survived being in a pan? <laughs> yep. I'm going to stand on the side of life. Look, I understand Wisconsin is going to do it different than Texas. I understand Iowa and New Hampshire are going to do different. But I will support the cause of life as governor and as president. We, we Vice President Pence, a, you're shaking your head. We must have a national. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Senator. Vice President Pence, you're shaking your head. What, well, look, I'm, I'm not new to this cause. After I gave my life to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I opened up the book and I read <laughs> before I formed you. I in the Bible. <laughs> See, I set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life. And I knew from that moment on the cause of life had to be my cause. And I've been a champion for life in the Congress, a champion for life as governor and as vice president. And uh, to be honest with you, Nikki, you're my friend. But uh, consensus is the opposite of leadership. When the Supreme Court returned this question to the American people, they didn't just send it to the states only. It's not a states only issue, it's a moral issue. And I promise you as president of the United States, the American people will have a champion for life in the Oval Office. Can't we have a minimum standard in every state in the nation that says when a baby is capable of feeling pain, an abortion cannot 
be allowed. A 15-week ban is an idea whose time has come. It's supported by 70% of the American people, but it's going to take unapologetic leadership, leadership that stands on principle and expresses compassion for women in crisis pregnancies. I'll do that as president of the United States. So first of all, I will say it is in the hands of the people and that's where it should be. But when you're talking about a federal ban, be honest with the American people. We haven't had 45 pro-life senators in over 100 years. So no Republican president can ban abortions any more than a Democrat president could ban all those state laws. Don't make women feel like they have to decide on this issue when you know we don't have 60 Senate votes in the House. 70% of the American people support legislation but to 70% ban abortion of the after Senate a baby is capable not. of experiencing okay. pain. They, we Leadership. Hold on. 70% of the Senate does not. You have to be honest with the American people. Let's get Governor Bergman for one one minute here. Um, So, but the Supreme Court did overturn. Let's get this dunce cap who hasn't said a word. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's get him talking. So that's where it is right now. We just talk over him. He gives a fuck. (laughs) I don't know what he is. It's just the face. This is the guy who paid people a $20 gift card for donating $1 to him so he get on the stage. Because you needed 40,000 donations. So he said, donate a dollar to me and I will send you a $20 gift card. Well, first of all, I'm a pro-life So that's why he's on the stage. pro-life state. And this is issue is of course very important, but I am on the. Why is he wearing other people's skin? That oh, we should not have a federal dude. abortion ban. Now. Uh, we should not, right and the now. reason why we shouldn't is very simple. It's the Tenth Amendment in the Constitution. In the Constitution, which the states created the federal government, not the other way around. It says that <laughs> yes. there were certain duties allowed to the federal government delegated to them by the states. The rest are left to the states, comma, or importantly, or to the people. We need to get back to freedom and liberty for the people in this country. And we can't have we can't have Republicans who fight for 50 years for this great cause and win. to return it back to the states. And then the next day they turn around and go no the feds should do that because the feds are stepping into people's lives they're stepping into people's businesses over and over if we say that the feds should be in on this one where do we stop i say that we follow the constitution and this is returned to the states this is where it should but be governor Burgum, right. you signed a six-week ban you signed a six-week ban governor Burgum, you signed a six-week ban so you're saying federally it's all going to go to the states Yes, and what what is going to work in New York will never work in North Dakota, okay. and vice versa. That's Governor why 50 Asa states. That's right why here. 50 states. This, this is too important of an issue that I have to address. Uh, first of all, the Supreme Court gave it back to the elected representatives, <laughs> whether it's the states or whether it's the United States Congress. That's so right. there is authority, and that's why President Biden is pushing for a Democrat proposal, which is, in essence, abortion on demand through the term. So they have their extreme position at a national level. We, it's most likely going to be addressed in the states, but it's certainly fine for it to be addressed at the national level as well. Arkansas has the record of being the most pro-life state in the nation. I signed 30 pro-life pieces of legislation while I was. Sorry to all those kids dying in those uh, work, work. And every state mm-hmm. can determine a different outcome here and it is the most important issue for women and for the unborn child and for our country that we get this right it's going to be a continued debate 
How Let's much is talk about it in terms of one in five kids in Arkansas in live in poverty. The life and also understanding how we have to child poverty yes. rate of 26 uh, percent a quarter me, over a quarter how we of kids under the age of 18 in arkansas live in those poverty. things we've done in arkansas white men talking about abortion for our nation's like future there are a lot voice. of issues that are very important uh yeah fair uh, senator i'll let you thank you weigh in. we cannot let states like california new york Hang and illinois have abortions on demand up until the day of birth that is immoral it is unethical it is wrong we must have a president of the united states who will advocate and fight for at the minimum a 15-week limit i am a hundred percent pro-life conservative i have a hundred percent pro-life record i gotta tell you though we must fight for life our declaration of independence says our creator gave us inalienable <coughs> rights that include life. This is not that, is a list. that is an issue we must solve. We can't leave it to Illinois. We can't leave it to Minnesota. We can't leave it to Illinois. We must solve that He said issue Illinois twice. He said twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all but what I would love is for someone to ask Biden and Kamala Harris, are they for 38 weeks? Are they for 39 weeks? Are they for 40 weeks? Because that's what the media needs to be asked. Yeah, they I'm absolutely sure are. If it's in the best interest of the mother, if her life is at risk, if it's in the interest of uh, the people in involved. People are moving out as Absolutely. homelessness, drugs, crime move in. Uh, there are problems accelerated. They did accelerate during the pandemic and are still rising, actually. Murders in Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, all up 30 percent between 2019 and 2022. Homelessness is up 11 percent, the largest jump in recorded history. Vice President Pence, a lot of this began. Murders and in homelessness is up. COVID like, era. How much of what homelessness isn't a crime happening around this country mm. is a result of those COVID lockdowns, and is your administration in part to blame for how we got here? Well, I think what's in part to blame is the Democrats have been talking about defunding the police for the last five <laughs> years. And we are defunding law enforcement, yes, that's why they're homeless. In major cities at, mm -hmm. at unprecedented levels. I mean, it's extraordinary to think about the violence that's claiming innocent lives literally every week in every major city in this country. And yet Democrats and liberal prosecutors in major metropolitan areas continue to, to work out their fanciful agendas, to, to do a, a bail reform and, and go easy. What we need is, is strong commitment to law enforcement. We need leadership in Washington, D.C. that'll marshal the resources of the states, marshal the resources of the American people. But let me also say it's about opportunity. I mean, a lot of people don't know that those Trump-Pence tax cuts that we got signed into law go away at the end of 2025 if we don't have a Republican president uh, and a Republican God. House and a Republican <laughs> Senate. But when I'm president of the United States, we're actually going to cut taxes further. We're going to extend those tax cuts. Oh my and God. we're going to close the Federal Department of Education, block grant all that funding back <laughs> to the states oh with my. a growing economy and educational choice and, and law enforcement. We will bring our cities back. Governor Christie, um, another they issue are this insane. weekend here in Milwaukee. They are. The it's, the it's the same bullshit every fucking year. It, a number it, of them, very, including kids. Very much. Um, add that to the big increase in school shootings around the country. Democrats blame this crisis on easy access to guns. They also blame Republicans for blocking gun control legislation. What would President Christie do? 
You know, I'm proud of the fact, Brett, that I'm the only person along with Governor Hutchinson up on this stage who's actually running United States Attorney's Office. I ran the fifth largest office in America in a, in a state where there is significant urban crime. And the problem is not going to be solved by more money. The problem is, is, is that these prosecutors in these localities in the states are refusing to do their job and to arrest violent criminals. So what a President Christie would do is appoint an attorney general who would instruct each of the 93 U.S. attorneys that they are to take over the prosecution of violent crime in every one of those cities that are failing to do so. We have plenty of room in the federal prisons to lock up these violent criminals and clean up what's going on all across this country in these individual cities. Secondly, what we need to make sure that each and every one of these criminals understand is that the laws apply to everybody. And when Hunter Biden fills out a fake uh, application, bingo. a false application for a... There's a, there's a bingo. And then he's facing a 10-year... No, but that, that's one of the cubes, sorry. Oh. ...mandated by legislation oh, sorry, yeah. sponsored by his father. Yeah, they said it earlier. And then you have... Oh, God, we're not drinking every time they say Hunter. ...away from those charges. We're telling people that the law doesn't apply to everybody. In a Christie administration, he would go to jail for 10 years. What about a President Ramaswamy? What does a President Ramaswamy do about guns? So the reality is we have a crime wave in this country and we know how to fix it. The question is, do we actually have the spine to do it? More cops in the streets who are on the streets able to do their jobs without oh looking God. over their shoulder for getting Maybe. sued. And we also have a mental health epidemic in this country. Just over the same period that we have closed mental health institutions, we have seen a spike in violent crime. Do we have the spine to bring them back? I think we should. As president, I will. But it's not just drugging up people in those psychiatric institutions with Zoloft and Seroquel. It's a deeper issue. I think faith-based approaches can play a role here, too. Oh, come the We're fuck on. We're in the middle on. of a national this identity crisis. And I say this as a member of my generation. The problem in our country right now, the reason we have that mental health epidemic, is that people are so hungry for purpose and meaning at a time when family, faith, patriotism, hard work have all disappeared. What we really need is a tonal reset from the top saying that this is what it means to be an American. Yes, we will stand for the rule of law. Yes, we will close the southern border where criminals are coming in every day. And yes, we will back law enforcement because we remember who we really are. And that's also how we address that mental health epidemic in the next generation that is directly leading to violent crime. He should have been bullied in schools. Nobody else. Just the American people are the most faith-filled, freedom-loving, idealistic, hard-working people the world has ever known. We just need government as good as our people. Well, Mike, I think the difference is you might have, as some others like you may have on the stage, it's morning in America speech. It is not morning in America. We live in a dark moment, and we have to confront the fact that we're in an internal sort of cold cultural civil you war. Are and we have to recognize the American that people with the failed win. government in Washington, D.C. We just need government as good as our people again. So I can, so let me just finish addressing that slogan wait, because wait I don't know here. what that slogan Brett, means. Mark, we need I to shut down the administrative state. That's actually how we translate. Crime Brett, has been Mark, on the rise in Florida, Governor DeSantis. How do you stop? Actually, crimes at a 50-year low in, in Florida. Slit them, slit them by the throat. Well, the state is a 50-year low, and so here's the thing: 
these hollowed out cities, this is a symptom of America's oh, decline. And one of the biggest reasons is because you have George Soros funding these oh. radical <laughs> Bingo again, jeez. Is that the first George Soros mention? They disagree <laughs> yeah. with the inmates start running the asylum. There's one guy in this entire country that's ever done anything about that, me. When we had two of these district attorneys in Florida elected with Soros funding who said they wouldn't do their job, I removed them from their post. They are gone. And as president, as president, we are going to go after all of these people because they are hurting the quality of life and they are victimizing innocent people in every corner of this country, and it will stop when I get into office. Okay, one more here before the break, Governor Gorgon. But uh, Rhett and Martha, I just thought it was interesting. You asked your question about the problems we're having in big cities. <laughs> Nobody ever asked the question of what about the crime wave in small towns? Because in a small town, neighbors help neighbors. People understand each other. If a farmer gets sick, everybody comes together and helps them get the crop off. There's accountability, there's transparency. One thing that I think this country could use is somebody in the White House that understands small town values because that's our road back to get this country on track again. Right in a small town. This former head of the DEA, I understand the drug crisis in America. And right now, whenever you look at the challenges in our inner, inner city, uh, there's three simple words that would be helpful. One, enforce the law when it comes to crime. Secondly, let's That's deal with the challenge of fentanyl. <laughs> and it's both about stopping the fentanyl coming from Mexico, but it's also about mm -hmm. education of our young people, making sometimes sure- Sometimes it's China, sometimes have, it's Mexico. Uh, the tools that are needed <laughs> for addiction counseling. That's what we expanded in Arkansas as well. Whenever you look at the underlying challenge of america though no one likes to see an america with smash and grab in our inner out? cities as president of the united states that will stop it starts at the top with the respect for our justice system that a former president who's under indictment has undermined by attacking oh. judges by attacking prosecutors oh. by attacking the system and saying he's aggrieved and so we oh. have to have respect for our justice system and the rule of law, and it starts at the top with the president of the United oh, States. Brett, Thank Brett, you. Hold let me on. take a break. Um, oh. So speaking of that, oh, right I'm, this is, I'm actually surprised. Someone went there. President Donald Trump will be processed tomorrow. So next, the candidates will have an opportunity to talk about the coming trials of Donald Trump. My God. All right, go to full wow. screen again. He's tired. Uh, I mean, this is just uh, there. Shit show. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a shit show. Absolutely, I think that's the best way to describe it. They are. Just, We're in um, trouble. It's rehashing yeah. the same shit we see all the fucking time. Yeah, it's, it's nothing. More right. I, the most surprising thing was actually just uh, <laughs> throwing but, Trump under the bus just there. I'm actually still in shock. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna see more of that, though. Uh, I want to see um, I want to see him because I he doesn't like Trump allegedly. I mean, yeah, so but they gotta be careful because they don't want to piss off the 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 Trump base. If anything happens where Trump can't run or doesn't run or whatever, they want that to pick up all. They want to pick up that fifty plus percent of his supporters, and whoever is mm. going after Trump on stage is not gonna be able to make that argument. Mm. 
But this is going to be Christie's moment. If Christie doesn't shine during this Trump segment because attacking Trump has been his go-to, I mean method, that is his that's his thing, right? He can't escape. Yeah, it. he can't escape that one, right? He but he's got to come out strong here, otherwise Christie is toast. Um, I think that I mean he's already not doing great, obviously, but like his one appealing factor for anti-Trump Republicans is that he is the anti-Trump. So he's got to make this uh, this upcoming segment count. Also, I just have to point out that in my notes here. I just have randomly Asa Hutchinson looks demonic. And I feel like that would resonate with you all yeah. as well. No, no, he, lo he looks tired, but you're right. It's giving me like a, a, a horrific commercial. One of those like, you know, movies that are like uh, on the horror movies that I would mute. <laughs> so I don't know why. He's scary looking. I've never seen, mm -hmm. I've, um, I've reported on him, but I've never actually looked at him. The man looks mm. like he looks demonic. He looks possessed. Um, but they're saying right now, even during the debate is going on, Donald Trump, you know Donald Trump was, had something special. Him dropping his um, his interview with Tucker Carlson as the debate is going on. He's a messy bitch. Like, he, yeah. he is. True. He knows. True. That is messy like, behavior. Yes. He knows exactly what to do, when to oh. do it. it was, he he likes the the spotlight, and he he. I thought he was really just sitting down, waiting for it tomorrow um, when he goes to get his headshot uh, at Fulton County. Um, but this, this this that man is something else. He's like, listen, the debate ain't as important as what I'm about to say. I wonder what he talked about on Tucker. Let's tune in. Let's find out. We can just pull it up right now and watch. It's <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's also live, is it on, isn't it? Wait. It's on right now, literally. It's on right Twitter. Now. We can, we can is it on right now? Okay, yeah. He uploaded it. He uploaded just just a upload. It's not like a live thing. Just go to uh, at Tucker Carlson. Right, well, the issue I, I got to watch when the stream comes back because I don't want to lose that. X <laughs> and, uh, on X, not it's Twitter. Such X. a bad platform. Right. No, it's 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 too. <laughs> It's a, a forty-six minute long uh, clip. It's got. Uh, I mean, we. I. I need to uh, open up my other. I need to open up my Android device to uh, find <clears throat> it to to get you the actual Asa. video views. But the tweet impressions are at seventy-five million, and it's been up for an hour. So it's it's, mm. it's going to be a big one for Tucker. Mm. Wow, Mr. President, joining us. Thank you. Why are you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that. And many people said you shouldn't do them. But you see the polls have come out and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points. And, you know, some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. <laughs> two. I sit there for an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be. And get harassed by two. <laughs> oh. I want to hear no, that again. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. <laughs> And I'm saying, oh, I sit there for an hour. This is hour, better than the This is way better. And, uh, yeah. Get harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president. Should I be doing that? Uh, and a network that isn't particularly friendly to me, frankly. You know, they uh, they were backing Ron to sanctimonious like crazy, and now they've given up on him. I mean, he's it's a lost True. Cause. It reminded me very much yeah. of 2016. You know, in 2016, I went through the same stuff. No, Tucker is and not. I had to fight them all the way, and then yeah. they became very friendly after I won, or just about when I was winning. But I just felt it would be uh, more appropriate not to do the debate. I don't think it's uh, right to do it. Uh, if you're leading by 50, 60, I have one problem leading by 70 points, and I'm saying, why am I doing it? And I'm going to have eight people, 10 people, whoever made the debate. I don't know how many it is, but I'm going to.
All right, it's back. <laughs> yeah, you don't even give a they, fuck. I wanted to hear that, that, but yeah, take, take it back to the debate. Yeah. By the way, good. real quick, I could not find the 70% uh, poll that Pence was referring to. The, uh, the yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, think you made it up. They're making up things. You yep. On. China, Ukraine, immigration, education. Wait, I love how much room Martha McCallum's <laughs> name took up on the Chiron compared to Brett <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> four different states on 91 counts. He will be processed tomorrow in Georgia at the Fulton County Jail for charges relating to the 2020 election. I did everything right and they you indicted me. To support the eventual <laughs> Republican nominee. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. Okay. Oh, what? Ron. Did you see Ron? I just had to look at everyone. This is yeah, waited for a while to raise his hand. That's what they're looking at everyone weird. else. And, uh... So nobody knew? <laughs> no, I'm doing this. Look. It's goddamn cold. Look, I'm doing this. And I know this. you didn't. Whoa, whoa. No. Come. What's and the look, what, 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 look, He said he didn't raise his hand. Here's the bottom line. Someone's got to stop normalizing this conduct. Okay? Now, and... Now, whether or not, whether or not you believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong, the conduct is beneath the office of President of the United States. Ooh, oh, my God, it's here. Yes, it's mixed. And, and, you know, this is the great thing about this country. Booing is allowed, but it doesn't change the truth. It doesn't oh, change. No. That and no. going after the crowd. Classic mistake. Classic heel maneuver in pro wrestling. He should he should yeah. know better. I believe it was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. And, and it's, <laughs> it's a fact. Honest to God. Just don't vote for him this time. Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. And if people want to see a bunch of people blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice, and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. We have to end the weaponization of justice in this country. 30 seconds, Governor DeSantis. You know, let me take no, no, I'm sorry. You, you make me laugh because you, you, sit, you, sit, you sit here in an answer. You sit here in an answer right now. Oof. You sit here in an answer. Uh, what? Uh -oh. oh. Okay, pause. Ooh, ooh. This is bad. Yeah. So listen. For Christy. The more time we spend yeah. doing this, the less time they can talk about issues you want to talk These about. These are your voters, dipshit. So let's just get through yeah. this section. These are your viewers. Governor Christie, you, you sit on. here talking about how you want to stand up for the rule of law. Yes. And law and order. And the fact is that it can't be selective. In your book, 
you had much different things to say about Donald Trump than you're saying here tonight. That's and, not true. Well, it is very true. That is not true. It's very true. I read it, because and I know. Difference look, between I bad behavior and illegal behavior. By the way, definitely didn't read it. By the way, prosecutor should know. Yeah, yeah, I. You know what? I know a lot There's better. There's a difference between I bad know, behavior. And I know a lot better than you do. You've never done it like you've never done anything to try to advance the interests of this government except to put yourself forward as a candidate tonight. And here's the thing. We stood up for law and order. I did it as U.S. attorney. I did it as governor. And I am not going to bow to anyone when we have a president of the United States who disrespects the Constitution. He said... He said, he said, he said, lost the crowd, he's done. Martha, it's important to say that the president said, Donald Trump said, it's okay to suspend the Constitution. Now, the oath you take is to preserve, protect, and defend, not suspend. I will always stand up for our constitution regardless of the political pressure right, we have another question for you we're going to get everyone in on this issue but Can i have I another question i have another question hold on you will all right so president trump's former vice president is on this stage tonight he has faced hecklers on the campaign trail over his actions on january the 6th on that day, there was a the guillotine for him out on the yeah. capitol <laughs> there was a news for him so do you believe noose, right. Was it noose? I don't remember. Yeah, it was a noose. noose. There was a built, all no, they built the right Point is they wanted spot. his head. Do you believe he did the right thing? <laughs> Absolutely. He did the right thing. Number one. Number two. We should, be, we should be asking ourselves a bigger question about the weaponization of the Department of Justice. When I'm president, the first thing I'll do is fire Merrick Garland. Second thing I'll do, fire Christopher Ray because we need lady justice to wear a blindfold without that, that no was one Trump's. has confidence in our justice system <laughs> that's such a trump appointee <laughs> republicans have confidence in our department of justice here's why we keep seeing not only the weaponization of the department of justice against political mm. opponents but also against parents who show up at school board meetings they're called under this DOJ, they're called domestic terrorists not only that, in addition to that, we see the SWAT team show up at pro-life activist homes with guns drawn because this DOJ uses their power, uses their authority, not just against political opponents, but against conservatives and conservative causes. It is time for a change in America. And I will bring that change to the greatest nation on God's Martin, green earth. Martin. Is he really trying to? <laughs> oh my God. I heard it. Man. No, I, I heard that. end the weaponization of these federal agents. But I will do that. That's not the question. No, but here's the thing. This the election <laughs> is not about January 6th of 2021. It's about January 20th of 2025, when the next president is going to take office. I know what the Democrats would like to do. They want to talk about all these other issues, but we've got to focus on your future. We've got to focus on reversing the decline of our country. Right, right. I learned in the military, I was assigned uh, with U.S. Navy SEALs in Iraq, that you focus torturer. on the mission mm -hmm. above all else. You can't get distracted. So Republicans, we've got to look forward and we've got to make sure Please. that we're bringing the message that can win in Please. November 2024.
Vice President Pence, what do you think, Vice President, to support and defend the Constitution of the United States? I think, I, I think the American people deserve to know whether everyone on this stage agrees that I kept my oath to the Constitution that day. There's no more. I actually do want to hear what they think That's about my questions yeah. right now. Yes. Yeah. I want one. Yeah. Okay. Your funeral. Duty. I got no beef with them. But here's the thing. Is this what we're going to be focusing on I'm relieved. going we forward? The yeah. rehashing of this? I'll tell yes. you, Governor the DeSantis. Democrats would love that. We and they will win gold. if we Governor let DeSantis. him get away with it. I'm not I think I think we should hear whether or not they think my yeah. husband should have been killed on the steps of the Capitol. I'm, I want to know this. So it is a factor in the Oh, Jesus. You did not raise your hand. I did not raise my hand because there's an important issue we as a party have to face. And over a year ago, I said that Donald Trump was morally disqualified from being president again as a result of what happened on January 6th. More people are understanding the importance of that, including conservative legal scholars who says he may be disqualified under the 14th Amendment from being president again as a result of the insurrection. This is something that could disqualify him under our rules and under the Constitution. And so, obviously, I'm not going to support somebody who's been convicted of a serious felony or who has dis is disqualified under our Constitution, and that's consistent with RNC rules, and I hope everybody would right. agree with me. I'm following the RNC rules, and that's going to make me really stand out. I'd like to answer the question you asked and not give a pre-canned speech. Mike Pence stood for the Constitution, and he deserves not grudging credit. He deserves our thanks as Americans for putting his oath of office and the Constitution of the United States before personal, political, and unfair pressure. And the argument that we need to have in like, this thanks, party man. before we can move on to the issue Maybe he doesn't that want Ron praise, talked though. about <laughs> yeah. is we have to dispense with the person who said that we need to suspend the Constitution to put forward his political career. Mike Pence said no, and he deserves credit for it. Okay. I think it'd be pretty funny if he didn't want Chris Christie to defend him. He yeah. was like, I disagree with that man. I think I should have yeah. been killed on John York. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that Vice President Pence did the right thing, and I do think that we need to give him credit for that. But what I will also tell you is, look, I mean... When it comes to whether President Trump should serve or not, I trust the American people. Let them yeah. vote. Let them decide. But yeah. what they will tell you is that it is time for a new generational conservative leader. We have not to answer. look at the fact that mm -mm. three quarters of Americans don't want a rematch between Trump and Biden. And we have to face the fact that Trump is the most disliked politician in America. We can't win a general election that way. Hopefully she's not wrong. Right. Let me answer the question. Mike Pence did the right thing on January 6th. 
But I want to say, you started off the top of this hour saying we're going to talk about China, Ukraine, education. We are. China is the number one threat to our country. <laughs> and every minute that these eight candidates spend talking about the Bingo. past instead about the future is time. That is just, the, 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 you know who loves it? Biden loves it. But China loves it when we're talking about the past. China! We were going to yeah. spend a few questions on it, let people say what they wanted to say. And now, indeed, we are moving on to the subject. The of U.S. Issue. has committed nearly 77. Can I speak on this issue? I was you kind of did it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did <laughs> say something. Yeah. I thought we thought you were done, but you uh, no, please. Well, Mike, why don't you say this? Join me yeah. in making a commitment well oh that on God. day one, oh we will pardon Donald Trump, <laughs> the only candidate on the stage. This guy's really oh, fucking annoying. Say it. The perfect and troll. The perfect troll. Forward I am and turn the page forward. That's exactly Trump right. will be convicted of these crimes. You should make, be able to make a commitment, the same oh. justice system that was this exactly. corrupt. There's a difference between you and, and me. Yeah, I, I'm not a professional politician. That's I've the difference. Actually, we can answer uh, a question. I've actually given pardons. When I was governor of the state of Indiana, it usually follows a finding of guilt and contrition by the individual that's been convicted. So, we'll look, we'll, if I'm president of the United States, we'll give fair consideration to any pardon request. But if I may, <laughs> if I may. Vivek needs, oh my God. You know, it's not about looking mm -hmm. back at, at January 2021. It's about January 20th, 2017. DeSantis? Oh, oh I, I was going to say 2024. Reagan's Bible. I raised my right hand. <laughs> and I took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. And it ended with a prayer, so help me God. It was a promise that I made to the American people. Yeah, oh my God. Did it just go, made it, it made it to my Heavenly Father. Oh God. Every day for four years, I sought to keep that oath. You're kidding me right now. And everyone on this stage needs to make it clear whether or not they'll do the same if they earn this job and the confidence of the American people. Now, look, I've made it clear. I, I had hoped so that the issues surrounding the 2020 election and the controversies around January 6th had not come to this, had not come to criminal proceedings. I would rather they had been resolved by the American people and the American people alone. But no one's above the law, and President Trump is entitled to the presumption of innocence that every American is entitled to, and we will make sure and extend that to him. But the American people deserve to know that the president asked me in his request that I reject or return votes uh -oh. unilaterally, power that no vice president in American history had ever exercised or taken, uh, he asked me to put him over the Constitution. And uh, I chose the Constitution, and I always will. I had no Vice right president to overturn Pence. the election, and Kamala Harris will have no right to overturn the election when we beat them in 2024. Thank you, Vice President Pence. Mm, that didn't hit hard like he thought it would. No, no, you did not. The U.S. has committed nearly $77 billion in aid to the Ukraine war. The administration is now asking Congress for $24 billion more. Regardless of that, the specific specifics of that plan, is there anyone on stage who would not support the increase of more funding to Ukraine? We would, would not Europe, support it. Europe needs to step up. I mean, I would have Europe step up and do their job. Right, Mr. Ramaswamy, you're, but you're saying you would not too, Governor DeSantis? I will have Europe do, pull their weight. Uh, right would, now, they're not doing it. And I think we need to do. And I think our support is doing it. On them doing it. And I would have support in China uh, to be able to take uh, to be what able to take doing? China. Oh, he's such a troll. He's such a troll. Fair weather. Okay. Support an increase of funding to Ukraine. 
I would not. And I think that this is disastrous. That we are protecting is this an anti-Ukraine sentiment? Somebody else's border when mm -hmm. we should use those same military resources okay. to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. Uh, it's the Mexicans, I tells you. into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago okay. right, or Kensington. Okay. I can't I think we have the interest of Americans first of somebody else's. And the reality is, this is also how we project okay. strength and by making America strong at home. Look, I did go to Ukraine, and I went to Ukraine because I wanted to see for myself what Vladimir Putin's army was doing to the free Ukrainian people. And let me tell you, I want you all to look around this arena tonight and imagine that every one of these seats was filled. And if every one of them was filled, there would still be 2,500 more children outside to make over 20,000 who have been abducted, right. stolen, ripped from their mothers and fathers right. and brought back to Russia to be programmed to fight their own families. They have gouged out people's eyes, cut off their ears, mm. and shot people in the back of the head, men, and then gone into those homes and raped the, the daughters and the wives Jesus. who were left as widows and orphans. This is, this is the Vladimir Putin. This is the Vladimir Putin who Donald Trump called brilliant and a genius. If we don't stand up against this type of autocratic killing we in the world, to this is not going to play well. It is the truth. Vice President Pence was mentioned. You get 30 seconds. Yeah, well, let me let me be clear. Anybody that thinks that we can't solve the problems here in the United States and be the leader of the free world has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. That is incorrect. That's a good line. That'll that'll be clipped. The free world and the arsenal democracy for years. The Reagan doctrine years ago made it clear. We said, if you're willing to fight the communists on your soil, we'll give you the means to fight them there so our troops don't have to fight them. Vivek, if we do the giveaway that you want to give to Putin to give him his land, it's not going to be too long before he rolls across a NATO border. And frankly, our men and women of our armed forces are going to have to go and fight him. I want to let the Ukrainians fight and drive Putin and the Russians back out into Russia. I want to briefly address Vice President Pence. I have a newsflash. The USSR does not exist anymore. It fell back in 1990. Did I say the real USSR? threat? You talked about the communists. And the real communists that we have to address right now is the... Idea have Jimmy Neutron You already spoke. Now I actually have something Vladimir Putin seconds. has been saying he wants to reestablish the old you, Soviet sphere of influence. You've made your influence. point, Vice President. Vice President you Pence, I'm sorry if I insulted him by calling him a communist. He is a dictator and a murderer. And the United States of America needs to stand against authoritarianism. The real threat we face today is communist China. And we are driving Russia further into China's arms. The Russia-China Do any of them know what a communist is? is the single greatest right. threat no. we face. No. Nobody in either political party is talking about it. And I am the, I am the only non-neocon on this stage. This is to keep us out of war. Mr. Vice President, between China and Mr. Vice President, to give Russia everything they've got, 
Mr. Vice President, give him a promise that Ukraine will never be in NATO, and then somehow Mr. Vice President, China will not think about taking Taiwan. We achieve peace through strength. Mr. Vice America President. America needs to stand for freedom. Okay, here we go. I think we need well, to establish some ground rules When here, we folks. hear this bell, yes. that, that means your time's done. You're done. So, Mr. Vice President, we're establishing that now, <laughs> three quarters into the debate. So, the reality is that today, today, Ukraine is not a priority for the United States of America. And I think that the same people who took us into the Iraq War, the same people who took us into the Vietnam War, you cannot end it, you cannot start another no-win war. And I do not want to get to the point where we're sending our military resources abroad when we could be better using them here at home to protect our own borders, okay. protect the homeland. All right. That will be my top priority in foreign I, policy. I think we gave you more than, than the 30 homeland. seconds in the rebut. So I do want to get to some other people because everybody, uh, we, we respect everybody's time here. So, <laughs> Governor Haley, um, you did not raise your hand, meaning that you would support more funding for the Ukraine war. You have uh, said of Governor DeSantis that um, you didn't appreciate it when he initially called it a territorial dispute. Why? First of all, the American president needs to have moral clarity. They need to know the difference between right and wrong. They need to know the difference between good and evil. Right. When you look at the situation with Russia and Ukraine, here you have a pro-American country that was invaded by a thug. So when you want to talk about what has been given to Ukraine, less than three and a half percent of our defense budget has been given to Ukraine. If you look at the percentages per GDP, 11 of the European countries have given more than the US. But what's really important is go back to when China and Russia held hands, shook hands before the Olympics and named themselves mm. unlimited partners. A win for Russia is a win for China. We have to know that Ukraine is the first line of defense for us. And the problem that Vivek doesn't understand is he wants to hand Ukraine to Russia. He wants to let China eat Taiwan. He wants to go and stop funding Israel. You don't do that to friends. What you do instead is you have the backs of your friends. Ukraine is the front line of defense. Putin has said, if Russia, once Russia takes Ukraine, Poland mm -hmm. and the Baltics are next. That's a world war. We're trying to prevent war. Look at what Putin did today. He killed Pergozin. When I was at the UN, the Russian ambassador suddenly died. This guy is a murderer, and you are choosing a murderer over, over a pro-American country. First of, all, first of all, first of all, first of all, Mr. Ramaswamy, you have 30 seconds. Mr. DeSantis, you know, Nikki, DeSantis, I wish you well in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon. You know, I'm not on but the, the boards fact of, of the Lockheed matter, and Raytheon. And you know, you Boeing came off of it, but you've been pushing this lie. You've been pushing this lie all week, Nikki. You want Nikki. to go and defund Israel? This, you want to okay, let me address that. I'm glad you brought that up. Come on, Nikki. Each of those right now is a the false lies of a and you know what friends do? Friends help each other stand on their own two feet. So I will lead Abraham Accords 2.0.
I will partner with Israel to make sure Iran never is nuclear armed. But you know what I love about Israel? And I've been there probably in the last 10 years more than most people on this stage. You know what I love about them? I love their border policies. I love their tough on crime policies. Oof. I love Oof. that they have a national identity and an iron dome to protect their homeland. And so, yes, I want to learn from the friends that we're supporting. And what puzzles no, me the, is, uh, no, Adolf, I want to learn from those and apply you, those to protect our homeland, that Mickey. Israel that needs is the America. answer. America, America needs on? Israel. Okay, they Governor DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, you were mentioned in the territorial dispute. Not only- uh, No, it's not a so territorial dispute either. of the United States, your first She's obligation swinging. is to defend our country and its people. And that means you're sending all this money, but you're not doing what we need to do to secure our own border. We have tens of thousands oh, wow. of people who are being killed because what well, we're not handling both. And so I am going to declare it a national emergency. I'm, I'm not going to send troops to Ukraine, but I am going to send them to our southern border. When these drug pushers are bringing off the Mexicans, Stone Cold dead. That's going to be mm -hmm. the last thing they do. We're going to use force and we're going to leave them stone, stone cold, cold dead. We're actually going to wow, move right on there. to China. We're going to talk about China. Okay. The Governor Burgum. China has the biggest navy in the world, the biggest army in the world. Now they have warships, warships off the coast of Alaska. They are threatening Taiwan. In coming years, China will have 1,500 nuclear warheads, it's believed. The U.S. just arrested two sailors accused of spying for China within our military. So the question is, how would you deter China? As War a with China would be the stupidest for... fucking thing in the world. Well, this is the number one issue we're facing. And of course, we haven't been talking about it. And we act like that letting Russia win in the Ukraine uh, is like a gimme as opposed to a gift to China. Russia has become China's gas station. But how would we do it? Uh, the Biden administration is a complete fail. China imports 10 million barrels of oil a day, more than any other country in the world. They do not even have all the food they need to feed everybody in that country. So they don't have energy security or food security. But the Biden administration sends Blinken, Yellen, uh, over there, uh, they they're they're over there. Talking. They don't even bring up energy because they're too busy trying to it's kill terrible. the U.S. energy here. He's going to function. What we need to do is not meetings, <laughs> no. not press releases, uh, because something that would send a lot more than a press release is actually harpoon missiles. We need anti-ship missiles on Taiwan. The way that you have a war never start, which is the goal. The way you have peace through strength is that you actually have strength. You actually have deterrence. And what we have in 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 what we've got going on in Ukraine is an example of when deterrence fail. What, we, what is an example there of Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, the fact that he greenlighted Putin moving into Ukraine, and then now they see weakness, and when they see weakness, they make a move. And we have to be strong, and we have to be strong both in Ukraine, and we can solve the southern border. Absolutely, we can do that, because guess what? There's only 19,855 authorized people for the Border Patrol, but they're not all staff because the Biden administration doesn't enforce law enforcement. But Biden administration wanted to put 87,000 people in the IRS as opposed to giving the money in this fort we need to our own border patrol. Okay. Who is this guy? Yeah, I don't know. George Santos, maybe. Let's, let's fire the 87,000 IRS agents and hire or double the number of border patrol agents. I just left Yuma, Arizona. Everyone loves the border. Ago. The most pressing need of the American people from a national security standpoint is our southern border. It has led to the death of 70,000 Americans because of fentanyl, oh. plus 6 what? million illegal crossings since President Biden has taken office and 2 
no one blaming Purdue Pharma for on that. Our national security watch right. list have been caught at our border. How many have not been caught at our southern border? If we just spend $10 billion, we could finish the wall. For $5 billion more, we could have the military-grade technology to surveil our southern border to stop the flow of fentanyl and save 70,000 Americans a year. That should be the priority of this government. And as the next president of the United States, I will make that border wall complete. Thank there you. are many more questions on China. I do want to ask say about, I want to say I couldn't agree more. It's not just the 70,000 for fentanyl. We've lost 200,000 people to overdoses since Biden took office. That's 300 people a day. We're taking mass casualties. And those aren't, that's a statistic, but these are sons and daughters, nieces and nephews that we're losing. We've got North Dakota troops down there flying night helicopter missions from San Diego to the Gulf Coast, trying to stop these transnational criminal organizations. They've got better funding on their side than we've got on our side. <laughs> speaking of which, yeah, Governor Hutchinson, speaking of which, Brent, images Brent, from Brent, earlier this Dardo. month, Brent, Vice President Pence, it really doesn't help. I'm asking a question. Earlier this month, images showed suspected cartel members crossing into Texas with rifles. Do you consider this an invasion? Would you authorize lethal force along that border? There would be lethal force used by the Border Patrol law enforcement as needed to protect the border. Absolutely. When you look at the military, the military has to be used for intelligence gathering purposes. This is not unusual. Whenever I was in the Bush administration, we went down there and met with President Vicente Fox of Mexico and asked his help on going after the cartels. And he looked at me and said, they're a problem to us as well. And so we joined together and we took down the Ariana Felix brothers leading the Tijuana cartel. And that made a difference. Ramon was shot and killed and Ben Amin was captured. Cooperation makes a difference. We cannot be successful going against the cartel unless we bring in Mexico as a partner. We have to use economic pressure to accomplish that. President Obrador has not been helpful, and we have to use economic pressure that this administration is not using. The rule of law has to matter on both sides of it. Okay. This is critical. I've done it. We know what needs to be done. The military has to be limited in its use. When after 9-11, we had the global war on terror, and guess what? We protected the border at the same time. You can do both. Okay, uh, let's go to Governor His DeSantis. eyes look like they're about to bleed blood. So as president, <laughs> yeah. would you support sending U.S. special forces over the Stone border dead. into Mexico to take out fentanyl <laughs> labs, to take out drug cartel operations? Would do you, you support, support invading kind of Mexico? That's the question. Use? Yes, and I will do it on day one. Here's the thing. Day one, invade Mexico. The Amazing. are killing tens of thousands and start a war there. of our fellow citizens. Yeah. You want to talk about a country in decline? You have the cartels controlling a lot of part of your southern border. We have to reestablish the rule of law, and we have to defend our people. The president of the United States has got to use all available powers as commander-in-chief to protect our country and to protect the people. 
So when they're coming across, yes, we're going to use lethal force. Yes, we reserve the right to operate. How many more tens of thousands are we going to let to die? I am sick. I've met angel moms throughout this country. I met a lady in, in Texas named Tracy, and her son took Is she an abortion one survivor? Percocet. <laughs> no, that's Penny. Laced with fentanyl. Oh, sorry, Penny. Poor Penny. <laughs> that is happening all across this country because of the poison that they are bringing in. So as president, would I use force? Would I treat them as foreign terrorist organizations? You're darn right I would. You know, Vice President Pence. Day one, invade Mexico. Hell of a promise. You're darn right. Vice President Pence, why would you be better at this issue than Governor DeSantis? Governor DeSantis on the campaign trail refers to your administration as not finishing the wall. Right, right. <laughs> Look, <laughs> we secured the southern border of the United States of America and reduced illegal immigration and asylum abuse by 90%. <laughs> when Joe Biden took over, he threw open the southern border yes. of the United States and the wave of humanity, the wave of fentanyl that's been eloquently described here is, is, a, is a wave of human tragedy across this country. But Martha, you began this evening talking about who is best prepared to be the next president of the United States. And I have to tell you, with all humility, I, I was there when we negotiated uh, through the government shutdown and got the funding available to build the wall. I was negotiating on Capitol Hill around the clock. I negotiated the Remain in Mexico policy on behalf of the President of the United States. And AC, you're so right. It's because we used economic pressure to bring the Mexicans to the table, and they allowed us to have people wait in Mexico while they applied for asylum and ended asylum abuse overnight. We got the Mexicans to deploy their National Guard to their southern border and, uh, and to our southern border as never before. And I want to promise you, as President of the United States of America, I will engage Mexico the exact same way, and we will partner with the Mexican military, and we will hunt down and destroy the cartels that are claiming lives in the United States. At least he said okay, partner. Another issue that is related to this is that almost 7 million migrants have crossed this border, our southern border, during the Biden administration. So, Governor Christie, what would you do about the 7 million who are here? How would you handle them? What would you do? Look, Martha, the first thing we need to do is to stop any more from coming. That's the first thing we need to do. Then the next oh. thing we need to do with the folks yeah. that are here is to, again, as we've talked about all night tonight, we have to have law and order in this country. We have to enforce the law. And what that means is to make sure that people who come here illegally are not rewarded for being here illegally. We have so many wonderful people from around the world who are waiting in line, following the law, to try to come here and pursue the American dream. And those people are waiting and waiting and waiting because we haven't dealt with the problem of the folks who are here we have to have them detained. We have to make sure that they are not rewarded for having broken the law. And one last thing on this fentanyl issue. With China, we can't take our eye off of that ball. Right. Yes, it's important that we secure the border. Very important, as I just said. But China is sending these chemicals to these drug cartels for them to create the fentanyl that is killing 
hundreds of thousands of our citizens. No, they make the, the fentanyl in China. are engaging in an act of war against us, killing our citizens. We better make that priority one. In it's not the Chinese government doing China it. And to try to straighten that relationship it's, it's, out. Because it's fentanyl producers in China. More and more of our citizens. I, I just want to clarify. Would you send those people back? Of course. You'd have to. We have a lot of issues that Americans care about. Next up, we're going to talk about the crisis in education, as millions of American children are not proficient in reading or math after this. Oh, boy. Homeschooling. Yeah. That's going to be a doozy. DeSantis is, uh, that's his, mm. that's his whole thing, right? <coughs> yeah. I got to say, this um, has been brutal. This is yeah. This is really terrible. It's it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's everything that we know. Like like, it's exactly who each of them are. At least the ones we know. Looking at you, Asa Hutchinson and blah, 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 whatever your the twenty dollar gift card Burden. guy. But yeah, I mean, you're George a Republican, Santos. so you're Republican. So I mean, obviously. But this is exactly who they are that we know. And on top of that, their performances. I mean, there, there's a few standouts. Like obviously. Uh, Vivek is going out of his way to make himself obvious and known. Um, I think actually, oddly enough, I think uh, surprisingly, just from like performance wise, I guess, because obviously I wouldn't agree with any of these people. But performance wise, Mike Pence is actually like surprisingly yeah. pulling off. Surprisingly the holding it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, Nikki Haley yeah. too. I mean, yes. Nikki Haley. But yeah, Nikki Haley's she's just, been all right. Nikki Haley's My expectations coming... were so low for her. Nikki yeah. Haley's just coming in with moments, though. Mike Pence has been surprisingly like uh, relevant throughout the whole debate, right? Like he's gotten himself yeah. attacked a few times. Ron DeSantis is just like slinking away in the background mm -hmm. there, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's really boring. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. That. Not, not only is he yeah. not boring, he's not assertive. He's not no. putting himself in there. He's not. He's well, hey, now he is though. going to invade Mexico. Come You're on, day one, right. he's going to get into Mexico and destroy the fentanyl. You're that's that's day right. one promise. Yeah. yeah you darn right. That you mother. You're right. <laughs> you're darn right. We don't need you. Trump would have been saying, y'all right. This is what's going to be like. We coming in there with, with shooters. I got shooters behind me. Everybody dies. Okay? Kids die. Everybody is dying. And then we're going to build a wall with their blood. <laughs> uh, I'm voting for Rebecca. I, I don't know about anyone else right now. <laughs> I think Nikki Haley, though, is actually to me. Look, is it because I'm a woman? Um, but no, I think Nikki Haley is actually. Um, she's, she's she's better than what I thought it was going to be. I thought she yes. was. I thought mm -hmm. she was going to be the one to slip into the background. Um, and I think she's trying to appeal to the women because we know, honey, okay, that these white women be having abortions too. And these um, when women on the, the right, they have abortions. We understand that we know this. They may have access to it quicker than other people, you know, so they can keep it quiet. Um, but they be mm -hmm. having abortions, okay? Mm -hmm. And these side mm -hmm. chicks for these uh, um, congressmen mm -hmm. and them, mm -hmm. they be having mm -hmm. abortions. These, these state senators, they be having abortions, okay? So, um, so I think that she's speaking to the woman, and I think the 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 modern, so the 2023 Republican woman is listening to that. Um, they have, mm -hmm. I think there's a, it, it's, I think that is going to be something really important. It's not going to just be, um, barefoot and pregnant, having kids in the back of the truck. Um, you know, cause we've heard those testimonies from the right, um, from women on is the right, Bulbert? but it's going to be more so, uh, <laughs> the, 
stronger women um, taking charge of their own bodies, but also still um, representing it. She, she said it, but she said it in a way where we're, y'all shouldn't have this conversation about us. We should mm. have um, this conversation. And you know that's what they love to hear. They love to be identified as women, and they like to be you know spoken to. I think that's going to appeal to the woman on the right. Is that going to do anything for her? I don't think so. I, this is America. It's gonna be some. It's not gonna be her. Um, mm-hmm. But I think this will this will help push her. Oh. I got a different audio booster, so let's see if this works. I'm not sure. Whoa, if it does. your your audio is boosted. You got some <laughs> Your mic was like, woo. Yeah, I was like, I think it boosted your mic. Governor DeSantis, you would eliminate. You said the Department of Education, but as president, would you still have a responsibility? Why is he doing this face as we see it? Absolutely. The decline in education is one of the major reasons why our country is in decline. We need education in this country, not indoctrination (laughs) in this country. And in Florida, that's ironic. Florida, we stood up for what was right. First, we had schools open during COVID, and a lot of the problems that we've seen are because these lockdown states lock their kids out of school for a year, year and a half. That was wrong. We stood up. I took a lot of fire for that. I was uh, I was pilloried by the media, but I stood for our kids. And as president, I'll stand for you and your kids as well. But we have to make sure unless they're gay or trans are doing is focusing on Mm. solid academics in Florida. We eliminated critical race theory from our K through 12 school. It was never a part of K through 12 from Mm -hmm. our K through 12 schools. And we have elevated the importance of American civics and teaching our kids about the constitution and the bill of rights. As president, I'm going to lead an effort to increase civic understanding and knowledge of our Constitution. We cannot be graduating students that don't have any foundation in what it means to be an American. Mr. Ramaswamy, hold on, Senator Scott. You've said that the Department of Education, the FBI, the ATF, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, the IRS, the Department of Commerce, many of these should not exist. That's correct. So to the education question, how would you deal with the crisis? Yes. So look, we have a crisis of achievement. Let's shut down the head of the snake, the Department of Education. Take that $80 billion, put it in the hands of parents across this country. This is the civil rights issue of our time. Allow any parent to choose where they send their kids to school. End the teachers' unions at the local level. It's going to be, what, like $14 a parent? And then revive our national identity where every high school senior should have to pass the same civics test that, frankly, every immigrant, including my mother, had to pass in order to become a citizen of this country. And the fact of the matter is... Everyone in that crowd would fail. They're cheering for something. (laughs) I didn't grow up in money. But, you know, the word privilege gets used a lot. Well, you know what? I did have the ultimate privilege of two parents in the house with a focus on educational achievement. And I want every kid to enjoy that. So part of the problem is we also have a federal government that pays single women more not to have a man in the house than to have a man in the house, contributing to an epidemic of fatherlessness. And I think that goes hand in glove with the education crisis as well, because we have to remember education starts with the family and the nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Governor Haley has said, Governor Haley has said that biological boys playing in girls' sports. Here we go. Here we go. Issue of oh, our time. Oh. 
You said that even though you signed a ban on this in North Dakota, that there hadn't been one instance where it was actually needed. Are you saying that you think that too much is made of this issue? Mm -hmm. No, I'm saying in North Dakota, we made a priority of protecting women's sports, and we've done that uh, in our state. Uh, but I would absolutely do that. But I do think when we start talking about education and we think that we're going to have a federal government one size fits all, we're just completely losing track of the fact that education differs by state. Some, some school districts are doing a fantastic job, some less so. But the idea that every school district state and every teacher is somehow indoctrinating people is just false. You know, when I was building a company from scratch, you know, with small town kids, and we went, you know, grew up in a town of 300, but we built a global company in 132 countries with over 100,000 customers. We listened to those customers. We spent time with them. We talked to them. We did that. And as governor, well, education is one of the biggest part of a state budget. So as a governor, I go, I shadow a student. I don't, the night before I find out the students, the student finds out, I'm going to go to every class with them. I don't that sit and lecture creepy. school districts how to do it. I go and yeah. see the experience. And there's a lot of things that have to change. But what needs to change in education is it's innovation. We're doing it the same way we did it 50 years ago with innovation, not regulation. I would get rid of the Department of Education. I would give block grants to schools, but I'd give them on merit based on who's doing the most innovative. I just got done holding the seventh annual governor's conference on innovation education you should see what the people are doing when you get you cut loose the red tape get the burden off their back they care teachers in this country the vast majority of them care about those kids they're working in low-paying jobs and they're fighting fighting for those kids and their families first i'll i'll tell you as you know as a parent, the one thing you want is for your child to have a better life than you did. And we can talk about all of these things, and there's a lot of crazy woke things happening in schools, but we've got to get these kids things. reading. If a child can't read by third grade, they're four times less likely to graduate high school. So we need to make sure we bring in reading remediation all over this country. We need transparency in the classroom because parents should never have to wonder what's being said or taught to their children in the classroom. Parents need to be deciding which schools their kids go to because they know best. And let's put vocational classes back into the high schools. Let's teach our kids to build things again. When we do that and we things. allow that innovation, that's when it'll get back. And yes, I will always say I'm going to fight for girls all day long because strong girls become strong women. Strong women become strong leaders. Another, and biological boys don't belong in the locker rooms of any of another, our okay. another point we, on education. We question is going to go uh, to you, Vice President. So this is a lightning round of questions. 30-second answers, please. Uh, President Biden will be 82 years old on Inauguration Day. Mm. Nearly 70% <laughs> of Americans say that he is too old to serve. Should presidents have to pass a mental and physical test in order to serve Vice President Pence? Riddle. Well, I, it might be a good idea to have everybody in Washington, D.C. pass a mental and... <laughs> yeah, Bindu, you're not wrong. He's somehow doing really well. The American people can make those judgments. But let me say, I, I'm running for president of the United States because we don't need a president who's too old. And we don't need a president who's too young. We need a president who's been there. We need a president who knows how Just Congress works. Right. The, the porridge president. Works, <laughs> <how this situation, laughs> I was fighting was against good. No Child Left Behind when Republicans were doubling the Department of Education. I'll also shut down mm -hmm. the Federal Department of Education. And when I was governor, we doubled the size 
of the largest school choice program in America, and we'll give school choice to every family in America so, when I'm um, in the White House. This is a lightning round, Mr. Ramaswamy. I think you were mentioned there. You're 38. You're the youngest on the stage. You've said, and you just said, you want a civics test or public service for those under 25 to be able to vote. So the question is, do you want a mental acuity test for presidents over 75? I believe in the people of this country to tell the difference between somebody who's an automaton and somebody who's actually a thinking agent in the White House, which we don't have automaton. in there today. And I will tell you, I want to address Vice President <laughs> Pence's comment. I think we do need somebody of a different generation to lead this nation forward. Look at the way I've run this campaign. Go into the south side of Chicago to Kensington in the it's... middle of Philadelphia where traditional Republican candidates don't go. We yeah, have true. an opportunity to build a multi-ethnic working class majority to deliver a landslide. And I think I'm the only candidate in this race, young or old, black or white, to bring all of those voters along to deliver a Reagan 1980 revolution. Same, We're going to do it in 2024. Uh, on education, first of all, look at Arkansas. We have to compete with China. I built computer science education. We led the nation in computer science computers. education, <laughs> going from 1,100 students to 23,000 students taking it. This is how You're you 47th in education. As president of the United States, <laughs> I will make sure we go from 51% of our schools offering computer science to every school in rural areas and urban areas offering computer science for the benefit of our kids, and we can compete with China in terms okay. of technology. Thank you, sir. By, 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 the 1990s solution is computer science. A quick round of different topics here. So, Senator Scott, faith is on decline in this country. You talked about it a little bit before tonight. I so over is there the a role for a president of the United States in changing that? What would you do to change that? Well, our nation was founded upon the Judeo-Christian values that has made this the greatest nation on question. God's green earth. I'm a big believer in Ephesians 3.20 that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above abundantly. all that we ask or imagine. Our responsibility it. should be to model the behavior we want others to follow. And on education, the only way we change education in this nation is to break the backs of the teachers' unions. They are standing in oh the my God. house of our kids. Fat cat teachers. <laughs> locking them out of the greatest future they could have. As president, Governor Aggressive. DeSantis, would you support some mandatory military service for all Americans? I think it should be voluntary. I'm somebody that volunteered to serve, inspired by September 11th, and I deployed to, to Iraq. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. US Navy SEALs torture fetish. Like Fallujah, Ramadi. And it's uh, something that I think has taught me, you know, when you go in that, that type of environment, anything you have, your personal agenda, you check it at the door. You go there and it's about focusing on the mission above all else. And guys come together and they get it done. And that's how I would view being the president of the United States. It's not about me. It's not about all these other side issues. My sole focus will be on your future and reversing this country's decline. Okay, now for something uh, a little out of this world, oh, and this is for you, oh, Governor Christie. Do you the fun round. recent spike in UFO encounters? Oh my God! Oh God! <laughs> nice, nice. Get to the issues that matter. Right? No question. 
going to hear a lot of testimony in Congress, and people are taking this a lot more seriously, and we're hearing that, you know, there are things going on that people aren't aware of. So, if you were president, Governor Christie, would you level with the American people about what the government knows about these possible Look, Martha, and especially coming from a woman from New Jersey, I, I think it's horrible that just because I'm from New Jersey, you asked me about unidentified flying objects and Martians. Um, we're different, but we're not that different. Um, look, um, of course, the job of the president of the United States is to level with the American people about everything. The job of the president of the United States is to stand for truth. The job of the President of the United States is to be a role model for our children and our grandchildren. And so whether it was UFOs or this problem of education, and Tim's right, by the way, and I started this in 2010 by going right after the teachers unions in New Jersey and drove them down to an all-time low popularity yeah. rating because they were putting themselves before our kids. That is the biggest threat to our country, not UFOs. Okay. Well, coming up, we've got closing arguments. Plus, right after the debate, Hannity is live from the spin room right here oh, in the good. Pfizer Forum with reaction from all the candidates as soon as they step off the <laughs> stage. We'll be back. A picture of Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> it was his, it was his pan. pan right uh, yeah, trust our government no. and where the economy is heading. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Wow. So this is torturous. And the immigration segment was basically who can be the biggest fascist. And they all win. They mm -hmm. all win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no they question. It's, it's really interesting that Ramaswamy is basically tapping into so many like online talking points. Like a lot of what I see, if you watch like the alt-right or like the neo-reactionaries or like even online pundits, he's saying the same things. Like he's, he's the only one on stage repeating their talking points. Yes. That's like, like, I don't know if that's going to play really well, but that's like, that's a sign of things to come. He started strong and then he ended because he's doing exactly what you're saying, Lance. I think that people are starting to pick up on that. You started strong with that mm -hmm. and it seemed like, okay, and he um, being Vivek, he, he started super strong and it was like, okay, something nice. And as we start to watch, so it was immediate. It was an immediate decline. After, after the commercial break, he had nothing. <laughs> and it was more so he yeah. was using, utilizing talking points that he has online. And it was giving theatrics. What, what we saw Tim Scott try to reach in his pocket and go right into the ancestry and pull out MLK's voice for that last second. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> that. That's what that me, was. <laughs> he's giving me right now a lot of theatrics. And I think that's going to be the um, something that it's going to, it's hurting him now. And I think if he continues on like that, it's going to be something that actually hurts him. And then for him to say, young or old, black or white, you ain't, ain't you ain't man one of them. <laughs> Like gravitate towards being white, um, and, and, you know, it's not, it, not working out because a lot of people who he is trying to reach out to and appeal to think that, and I'm not just saying it to say this, they look at him and the ignorance in them because a lot of the people that we know that are in that audience, I, I can just say that, um, are, are super ignorant. They're listening to these talking points that aren't true, but they look at him and think that he is. He's the cause of 9-11. Oh, you know, I also think that he is playing around with um, 
he he tries to Vivek is not going to go very far because he has a, a problem of religion. And while I don't have any problem with his religion, that audience is not going to support him because he is not an evangelical. He's not a Christian mm -hmm. at all. And so that's that's like laying in wait for him, which is which is kind of funny in, in, in regards to like how he came out so brash and so confident and so bold to the point of arrogance. And I think he overplayed his confidence. I think part of the reason the audience, he lost some of the audience is because he just kept interrupting everybody. And then Nikki Haley mm -hmm. got on his ass and he stopped interrupting people because she cut him off. So too. I think he had, a, mm -hmm. oh yeah, they, they really had his way, their way with him. But overall, I'm just sitting here completely and totally, I guess, flabbergasted at just how completely backwards and ignorant the most powerful people in this country really are and we have to sit here and endure and survive it so i, I don't this is a loss for america for humanity yeah, absolutely right yeah what's what's really been proposed as far as policies i've heard ron DeSantis say day one he's going to take out fentanyl operations in mexico yeah. with like what sounded like an invasion that's that's mm. one uh abolish the department of education that's like the that other proposed weird. measure was... yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only one who's proposing, like, changes is Vivek, but he wants the Reagan revolution, which is what we've already seen, and we're still in that Reagan paradigm, arguably, where both parties are neoliberal, so what is he talking about? And one thing that I've noticed about him is that he is smart that he kind of knows his lane, right? I think that he's playing to the podcasters, the Tim Pools, the right-wingers yeah. who have large mm -hmm. platforms to maybe bolster him, but in terms of, like, how can he connect with people on the ground— uh, I just I don't see it like he he's kind of like either the Pete Buttigieg of this race or like the Andrew Yang where you could cultivate a really large online following. But I don't think that that's going to translate into actual votes um, because, yeah, I mean, and, and again, all of this might be moot because Trump is leading, as he said, by like 50, 40 points. <laughs> yeah, that's so, what I was going to say. I feel like <laughs> all of the all of this just seems like does any of this formative actually. The, the the biggest question for me is: Will any of this matter? Will this is like you know, D listers what we're watching right now? Is this gonna hurt? <laughs> right. right. This is this like, is vice president yeah. auditions. That's what we're seeing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Changes in like second, third, fourth place. But is Trump gonna lose support? That like I don't Trump know. Trump literally had his Not own. Not tonight. No. This is yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. He DP knew debate. that it wasn't gonna do anything for him, so he went and had his own he, star moment as Trump usual. Might Trump might go up in the polls after this crap show because that we're watching tonight. It's yeah. really ridiculous. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It looks pretty nice there. Nobody can out 70% of American adults right said they were extremely proud to be an American. That number has now plummeted to just 39%. That lower third is crazy. In his pitch to base, get to base. the Oval Office, yeah. President <laughs> Reagan base. called America the shining city on a hill, a beacon of hope and optimism. So in your closing statement tonight, please tell American oh, voters why you are the person who can inspire this nation to a better day. These are 45 seconds, and we begin with Governor Burgum. I understand why America's hurting. Biden's inflation is choking us. I grew up in a small town. My dad died when I was freshman in high school. My mom, widow of three, went back to work. In 1700. Every job I had growing up was one where I took a shower at the end of the day, not at the beginning yeah. of the day. Hey, my dad's dead, our, guys. Our cities are less safe because of the fentanyl <laughs> pouring into this country. Our economy is being crushed by Biden's energy policies, which are raising the cost of every product you buy, not just the gasoline at the pump. One thing that I'll do as president, 
I'll secure the border. I'll get this economy sprinting, not crawling like it is right now. <clears throat> and I would say that other thing is for oh, sure, my. when I'm on a horseback in the Badlands of North Dakota, it looks like the horizon North is just Dakota. limitless. And when you can almost see beyond that horizon, <laughs> you can they see that hang it up there. country, our future yeah. is unlimited. But we've got to focus on innovation, not Back to not knowing who you are. The way we win the Cold War with China is by growing our economy and through innovation. And as president, I will bring out the best of America. I will improve every American life. Governor well, we Hodges. hope you're back on your horse soon, Governor. You see? He looks like Governor a great Hodges. horned owl. Our nation is in trouble. I don't even know what it looks like. What? Because of failed leadership. And the solution is not yeah, four dude, more years perfect. of Joseph Biden. The solution is not four more years of Donald Trump. The solution is new leadership that can bring bold ideas to America and to bring out the best of America. A president's number one responsibility. His solution to, to education was computers. It's like, I'm going to put computers in the classroom. And he did it with optimism and hope for our country with consistent conservatism. That's exactly what I bring. As president, I'll bring out the best of America in terms of individual responsibility, building our economy, in terms of securing our border, enforcing the rule of law. I'll bring out the best of America in terms of our national character, our faith, and our hope for the future. Join in this fight, asa2024.com. Thank you. Senator Scott. Thank you. I was a disillusioned young man growing up in a single-parent household mired in poverty. I wondered if the American dream was real for a kid like me. I can stand before you today and say the dream is alive, it is well, and it is healthy. I had the good fortune of a mom who worked 16 hour days, making sure we had food on our tables. She taught me that if you're able-bodied in America, you work. If you take out a loan, you pay it back. If you commit a violent crime, you go to jail. And if God made you a man, you play sports against men. What? What if you don't want to play sports for men? You can go to votetimscott.com for more information or to make a contribution. I don't want to wrestle. Governor Christie. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Martha. Look, everybody on this stage wants to be the next president of the United States. And the only way that's going to happen is if we beat Joe Biden. I'm the only one on this stage who's ever beaten the Democratic incumbent in an election. I did it in a deep blue state, being outspent three to one. Beating a Democratic incumbent is not easy. The last Democratic incumbent president who was defeated was Jimmy Carter. And he was defeated by a conservative governor from a blue state who knew how to get results, who stood for the truth, who cared about accountability, and stood strong and hard against waste. Those are the very things that I did in my eight years as governor of New Jersey. And it's exactly what I'll do as president of the United States. Believe me. The Democrats want some other nominee who's never beaten the Democratic incumbent. I'm the one who can win this race. And if you give me the chance, I will restore our country by winning it. Thank you. Governor Haley. Several weeks ago, I dropped my husband, Michael, a combat veteran from Afghanistan, off at 4 a.m. for another year-long deployment. I watched him and 230 soldiers pick up their two duffel bags of belongings to go to a country they had never been, all in the name of protecting America. 
if they are willing to protect us from there, we should be willing to fight for America here. I will beat Joe Biden, and he knows that. I will strengthen our economy, and we'll bring this inflation down. flexing about an invasion? We will put transparency like, in the classroom. How old is she? We will secure our borders. Yeah, yeah why is he still serving? Yeah, like, I need to know. Sure she got a young man? National security. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, we will make sure we have an America that is strong and proud. Yeah, she dropped him off. <laughs> yeah, she dropped him off. Have a good day at school, honey. Thank you, Brad and Martha, for this yeah. evening. It's an honor to be here. Joe Biden has uh, weakened America at home and abroad. The disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, their war on energy, you runaway spending that. that launched the worst inflation in 40 years, a crisis at our southern border, an assault on our values and liberties, and the American people have had enough. But I know we can bring it back. But different times call for different leadership. The Republican Party owes the American people the choice. Proven leadership at the national level that knows how to move a conservative agenda forward. We proved in the Trump-Pence years you can turn this country around faster than you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And I have faith we will again. Because I have faith in the American people. The good, decent, hard-working, faith-filled, idealistic people of this country. And I have faith that God is not done He doesn't with care America about that and if we will renew our faith in one another and renew our faith in him who has ever guided this nation since we arrived on these wilderness shores, I know the best days for the greatest nation on earth are yet to come. Thank you. Mr. Ramaswamy. He's so OG political. That's going to help him a lot. And I grew up into a generation where we were taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences so much that we forgot all of the ways we are really just the same as Americans, bound by a common set of ideals that set this nation into motion in 1776. And this is our moment to revive those common ideals. God is real. There are two genders. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Reverse racism is, is racism. An open mm -hmm. border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. Alex the Jones called him Alex Jones 2.0. Right. Known to man, capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three <laughs> branches of government, not four. And the U.S. Constitution, it is the strongest guarantor of freedom in human history. He, he that is what won us the American mm -hmm. Revolution. That is what will win us the revolution of 2024. Thanks for letting a me know. slogans. I was waiting for, and vaccines killed millions of Americans. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. This side. Oh, God. Oh, God. What is he doing? Yeah. Governor? Go. This is our time for oh, a know, yeah. We will send oh, Joe Biden man. back to his so basement, weird. and we will reverse the decline of this country. I'm a blue-collar kid. I work minimum wage jobs to be able to make ends meet. I understand the importance of the American Did they dream, all come from poverty? I know Everyone? How slipped away no. from so many millions of Americans. <laughs> Tim Scott, I'm a veteran like, who served how? in Iraq. I know what it means to put service above self. I'm also a dad and a husband of six, five, and three-year-old. I understand the importance of protecting parents' rights and the well-being of our children. In Florida, we showed it could be done. I made promises, and I delivered on all of those promises. 2024 is make or break. We're not getting a mulligan. No excuses. I will get the job done, and as your president, I will not let you down. God Just bless you all. Oh, what is presidential? He had Donald Trump as president, so I don't even know. 
attendance <laughs> on the stage tonight, and thank you to Milwaukee. Thank you, everybody. We will see you on the campaign trail wow. from debates to primaries to the general election and the conventions <sighs> before that. Thanks for joining us. Sean Hannity <laughs> from the Spin Room starts right so, now. Take it away, Sean. So funny. They let, they let DeSantis go last, and he was the flattest. The, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, yeah. He's, Negative he's, there's energy. There's no carbonation there. There's no fish. Yeah, no there's shit. No pop. Yeah. There's nothing. No he's boring. I didn't think that. Negative, yeah. negative riz. Negative riz. Negative, <laughs> negative riz. <laughs> yeah. In Florida, in Florida, he's like God for those people right now. Um, for mm -hmm. you know him and Trump, because you can still drive by and they still out there with the trucks with Trump on the side. But mm -hmm. you know, they were calling it like the Santa's County, all that other stuff in different areas. And he was just so celebrity over there because of the um the 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 extreme things that he's been doing uh to challenge um you know uh, racism and education and the story of how America was founded and re reimagining slaves and their lives that that whole thing they're like you know if he can do that he can do anything but he is not you you okay so you sold us a story because I thought you was gonna come with a little bit more of oomph you know je ne sais quoi he had on the stage he gave that. us nothing no he doesn't know how he started he started yeah. off really he he started off really really high. Yeah, he the, tried uh, to be loud, angry. Oh, yeah. Oh my god! And Commandy. then by midway through, he he was done. He burned out. He was, All the people that started off strong ended up just mm -hmm. we don't remember. Yeah, them. they flamed out. That's, that's I, I like how, how I DeSantis. Feel. I felt like I yeah, felt like I was I came into this hot and ready to go, and then like I no, would I'm say like out. an hour Warm into down. it, I was just we yeah. had nothing Ooh. to talk about really. Yeah, <laughs> see, we 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 have a reason to be depressed. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, real quick, by the way, we still have uh, 12,000 concurrent viewers across nine different channels. The next debate is September oh, wow. 27th, so subscribe wherever you're watching if you want more of that. Just had to put that out there really quick. There you go. That's yeah. more of us, yeah. not more people, not more yeah. of these debates. <laughs> if we can still uh, stream it, because I feel like mentally it might not be good for me. I will try. I'm sure I'll talk about it in some way, shape, or form. But that really, that was just, I feel like that was just not good. That was not even the bingo was satisfying to me because I'm like, right? They really talked about Trump. everything on here. Yeah, they need Trump. Trump. Exactly. We could. Can we? Can we Trump. talk about no, how interesting it was though to see like the the Pence dynamic? I didn't think they'd actually do that moment where Pence is like half being called out. Chris Christie's like half supporting him, and like you almost had that moment where they were going to be like, "Did you think I did the right thing? Like, did I do good? Everybody, did did Pence do good? <laughs> did, I, did I actually like? Did I officiate?" Mm. Mike Pence mm. is the only guy who came out of this looking better than he did coming in, in my opinion. Um, I think True. people had yeah. very low, uh, you know, um, sort of, or maybe uh, Vivek. you know, how they how they saw him. No, I think Vivek just destroyed himself. I felt like he was building mm. momentum really? as like the outsider candidate, really. and he come off. He came off as so fucking smarmy, exactly yeah. the type of person that the Republican base <laughs> hates. This hates. young. Yes. Uh, Ivy League tech bro who comes into this thinking he's hot shit. He came off so fucking bad. So bad. I would not be shocked if he tanks. He's the, if he's the first person to tank completely and is gone. Wow. See, I, I think that's certainly possible. That, 
Yeah. I just, he I came on. Right, that's, all, all, all he had. Right. To, all he. Matt hates the tech bros the most. That's why. All, yeah. All yeah. Do, yeah. That's true. Actually, that's his jam. All he had to do was not sound like an annoying uh self you know a conceited he's always sounded that way though like that's this isn't yeah, but yeah. Like, the most debate people... for me was just like yes this is more of the guy he sounds like reddit <laughs> he, he's reddit Mo- personified this but most is. people are just used to him in those sound bites that he's been able to spread mm-hmm. by going on like fox news and whatever tv show and they give him like the five to ten mm-hmm. minutes i mean i think people caught a, a, a another glimpse of him on cnn this past week because if you were looking i think he started to tank in a yeah. little a little bit among people after that scene CNN, CNN interview, uh, most of the Republican base probably does not uh, question uh, whether the, the the FBI or the CIA or whatever had some sort of role in 9-11 and they weren't on the planes because they knew it was going to happen or some shit. I mean, the, he's out there on CNN talking about that. I mean, it's just... And denying it. He is so online like this is the exact problem yeah. ron desantis mm-hmm. had but ron desantis was is, is not an online guy who had online people in his campaign trying to make his campaign mm-hmm. that so he wasn't in full throttle vivek mm. actually is the online guy He's the right. guy who thinks the the Republican base is Alex Jones, and he's the, he went out there and said that the American people want a revolution. I mean, listen, I love Bernie Sanders, um, and he was very explicit about it being a political revolution, but people were not taking both words together when he was running, and I do think for mainstream America, uh, they do not want a revolution. <laughs> I mean, it sucks, yeah. I mean, I guess for young people who want, like, a complete like change in it but most people don't want like they don't associate the word revolution with something cool like we do you know what i mean especially when like, a fascist says it right like if you're espousing right, these right, fascist right, talking right, points right. and you say revolution that just hits differently i'm sorry <laughs> right, right. This, this this guy came off just like uh no i said like a smarmy conceited like uh know-it-all tech bro yeah There's a caveat to that, though, Matt. I think that you're probably right. I I think that this was make or break. I don't know that he did as poorly among the base as you say. And this is because I think that Republicans. Yeah, I I think that's part of it. And also, I think that Republicans, especially the ones who are hyper online, they like this intellectual sounding conservative. Like he he gives me Ben Shapiro vibes in a way. And if there's Mm. like. If there's a thirst for that among the GOP base, then maybe he could succeed. But ultimately, I, I think that he got his name out there, and now he's either going to go up or down pretty sharply, I think. I feel like, for me, ultimately, this was... just This all just kind of feels like a wash. Like I don't think that there's any real prevailing winner or loser, because, maybe again... Trump. Maybe Trump. May, Trump. Maybe, because, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Trump is still the leader, and these are all people who... I mean, they, they, no one is even close to Donald Trump. It's it's not even close. Like if you add all of them together, I don't even think that they. And that's that's catch the crazy Trump. part about it, because people for these people to say that you know Donald Trump isn't even um, in the you know in the lead or he's not no. See, what was crazy was that there was a time long ago when people were um, when Ron DeSantis was actually somebody who can go up against 
Donald Trump, mm-hmm. what it looked like mm-hmm. in that short, short 15 seconds of fame. It and was then he officially that. announced. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. Folks, I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm going to bow out because this was a, a whole night of just depression oh, for yeah. me to see these people, this of this country, the state of humanity on that stage, I'm going to bow and go meditate somewhere for a couple of hours, recenter myself because I can't, I don't even know if I can do another debate, not because it was boring, but they really are showing how much we're going towards fascism and how quickly we're going towards fascism. And they're just applauding it on the biggest network in the country. It's really bad news. I think everybody lost tonight. Nobody won. Well, Trump won. Trump won mm-hmm. the debate. Yeah. Humanity lost Definitely. the debate. And, and that's it. So thanks <laughs> exactly. for having me, folks. Yeah, this was this was totally nice. It was awesome. It was Great cool. having you on. Yeah. Always nice having you. Yeah. I mean, on that note, the the immigration portion was so shocking. I mean, it wasn't shocking to me after the Trump era, but like think back to the media response when Donald Trump in 2015 said we have to deport all immigrants. Now they're all saying it. I mean, look at how he shifted the Overton window. That's really scary. It, it felt a lot like a, a VP uh, uh, audition, you know, like, like the apprentice for vice presidents. Like, who's who's he going to pick now? Who talks the least amount of shit, you know? And and that definitely wouldn't yep. be Chris Christie. I thought Chris Christie was the only one who actually went hard on Trump, surprisingly, and got mm-hmm. booed for it. People well, don't not really surprisingly, like that. that's all yeah. Chris Christie's whole. Sh- whole yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I I just I don't. If I had to pick a winner, I would probably say it was. Either Mike Pence or Nikki Haley with Vivek coming in like third, but I don't. I think they're kind of just like at the top, and the losers were definitely like the Asa Hutchinson, uh, the uh, what is his name, Doug Burgum. It's weird that Tim Scott got know. less talking time than Doug Burgum. Like Tim Scott is way more well. They known don't than Doug like him Burgum. now. Y'all know. Yeah, clearly. I was yeah. forgot he was there. No, <laughs> right. they asked him if he. Um, what they asked him if he bought and was he bought bought what? and sold whatever. That's the yeah, you bought and sold, sir. That's the only black guy. <laughs> yeah, that was right. yeah. Uh, that, that was pretty yeah, I mean, crazy. they were they were they were taking giving everyone like you said, Asa Hutchinson, Berg, whatever his name is, questions, everything. It was basically <laughs> like it was basically like uh all all seven of you on stage. Uh, again, there was eight, but they're not talking about Tim Scott. All seven of you on stage, give me your thoughts on Ukraine. Okay, now your thoughts on China. Uh, now your thoughts on Oliver Anthony, the, the billboard guy. Um, oh, and, uh, oh, now we got to bring up welfare. Uh, Tim Scott, can we uh, go to Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Every right. time Tim Scott spoke, right, he would be like, they would, they would ask him the question. He would be like, so, ding. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> they treated that man poorly. I, I hate it to see it, but just like Ben, I gotta head out. I gotta be at work tomorrow, so um, I would love to chit chat about things that we've chit chat about that we talked about on all of our platforms yesterday, the day before, the day before, because we could have definitely called this. Like I thought it was gonna give something a little more. It started out a little juicy, right? We were a little excited, mm-hmm. and then it was just trash. Cancel the show, get it off <laughs> air. That's that's what it was giving. But love you guys, mean it, and we will we'll talk tomorrow. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Yes, see yes, guys. sounds see good to you. I got to agree with one thing that Rebecca was saying about how Trump is uh, a quote messy bitch. Uh, I don't think he's gonna <laughs> pick any of them for VP. Like that would be the Trumpiest thing ever. None of them get mm. to be VP. You know, oh, he's got yeah. he's got Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> Why go anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs>
True. Yeah. Anyone want to watch the uh, Trump Tucker uh, interview? Oh, no, I can't. You guys can do that. I'm bad. I don't want to watch it. Next couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch it live. We do have some super chats. I don't know if we want to address this tomorrow on. Yeah, let's read the super chats tomorrow during our usual super chat. Um, yeah. Also, it forces yeah. people who drop the super chat to come watch tomorrow. <laughs> a lot of them are just yes. like, you know, guys, stop talking. The microphones like, are terrible. Why do you come to the commentary levels? channel watching the debate if you don't want to hear anyone talk? Just go watch fucking Fox News or Rumble. Like what? Like, it's just so bizarre to me. Dave, to be, to be fair, the, the audio was scuffed. It was like it was like all yeah. over the place at first. Yeah, I, I there's I gotta maybe I'll, I'll email Streamyard to see if they can you know think about investing into uh, research to add some audio options <laughs> to these these yeah like every yeah. other place has it why can't this happen? But uh, I was gonna say uh, David Pakman got like two hundred and fifty thousand live viewers. Wow! <laughs> I checked during the stream and I I Holy was like what shit, the good for him. <laughs> <laughs> and i noticed sun. brian tyler cohen he was like cut halfway through this like he just uh, he stopped streaming for whatever reason so oh. he i think all of his viewers like went to pacman and it was just like mm. oh, wow. i've never that's he got about thought, as many as rumble had on rumble holy shit i thought we were that's killing wild. it with seventeen thousand at one point <laughs> i know i know i was like oh this is cool yeah. <laughs> we got ourselves a little stadium right now you know better watch right a lot yeah. of Republicans, by the way, in the comments, like bitching, complaining. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I actually, I no. noticed in all of your chats, every one of you would have random Republicans drop in there and be like, "Panel sucks." Oh, all these yeah. NPCs. Well, we were we were pretty, uh, you know, we we uh, you know we obviously interrupted with commentary, but we weren't like constantly talking over them. So yeah, it wasn't even that. Like, no, I yeah. thought we did pretty. Yeah, we did good. For a I commentary think. channel, we like when you're watching somebody watch yeah. a debate, usually they don't shut the fuck up. I feel like we did, right? We did we did okay, folks. Nobody was did. didn't matter at that point. We just talked over him, but everyone I mean, else. But also, was. the whole point of us doing the stream is to do commentary, because otherwise, I mean, we're yeah, then we're just we can't we can't we can't do the stream. And this is not I'm fair use at that point, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about how great we are. Yeah, yes. I mean, well, I, I, I I just honestly <laughs> got a lot to say there. <laughs> I, I, I do think I do think um, I do think that, um, you know, the uh, the surprising uh, thing from the debate for me is really that, um, you know, I, I think Mike Pence, uh, you know, I felt like he went in with the, you know, everyone obviously surprising. Yeah. Not caring about him or thinking the Republican base would have no off. interest in him whatsoever. And he sort of came out of this, uh, I think, looking better than some of these other people. I mean, I think mm -hmm. uh, Nikki Haley and Mike Pence probably will will see some sort of uh, maybe little little bump of nothing in you know, but Vivek, Christie, uh, you know, uh, Ron DeSantis. Ooh, he was a loser the, actually. Yeah, I think he, he was. Lost. Yeah. 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 He really needed. To, I mean, he needed and, to come and out. And he's already swinging. losing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this was not good. This was kind of make or break for him. And he needed to I thought, prove like you that said, he, he came policy. out so Yeah, no, he came out so strong. He came out so strong at the very start. And I thought that was going to be the tempo for the whole thing. I don't know what happened in the middle of there because all of a sudden it was just like there was two Rons, you know. We got we got the energetic Ron, the kind of like the torturing Ron, the Ron who did the Guantanamo shit, and then we got the other Ron, the kind of like the pudding Ron at the end. The like, low I was energy. kind of like, oh. 
Yeah, low energy, covered in pudding, you know, just wanting a blanket. That was wild. I, I pointed this out earlier, but it's it, it's so weird to me how he he's he's probably internalizing the criticism that he sees about him not having a personality. So the way that he responds to that is to just talk louder because that gives him personality. Mm -hmm. You know, in Florida, we did it. Like, holy shit. Yeah, is that, that's is that all what, that that's you... basically what he did. <laughs> yeah. He tried yeah. to invent personality by speaking more assertive, I guess. That was in lieu of I mean, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is, this... at the beginning, <laughs> it kind of worked on me. I'm like, this is a this is a new Ron DeSantis. And then he just he yeah. couldn't keep it up. A louder one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that I think that uh, Ron DeSantis and Vivek, they had too much makeup on. Uh, Mike Pence, too. Mm. They've got to rein it in a little bit, okay? You look, you look, we know that, like, they're already robots, but you you look too robotic with all of the uh, the makeup on. So, rein it in, fellas, okay? Don't go with the Asa Hutchison look where you look like you're half dead. Put on a little bit of, like, you know, concealer, <laughs> foundation or whatever. But, um, you know, yeah, Ron DeSantis, he, he just, uh, the makeup made him look more robotic, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they're all well, they're all robots. So did whatever he was doing to his face for that like last segment. You know, they just kept counting. He's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, was like, God damn, talk, say something. That's so creepy. That was I'm the thing, though. The uh, Ron DeSantis makes a makes a weird <laughs> face. <laughs> I crossed it off. <laughs> I'm not sure who this is, which who this is for, but I I, I want to read this because I, I think it's a good point. Someone with editing yeah. skills, please clip. Uh, Vivek saying every American should pass a civics test and then saying the U.S. Constitution won us the revolution and then add the dates the war was won and the Constitution was written. Okay, thanks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I noticed that. Where is I got to find that. I mean, I'll, you could I'll clip it. You could clip you could it. clip that. It. You could clip Vivek saying that and then post any Republican saying anything after that. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, America should pass a civics test and then post all the candidates saying something dumb at one point because that that was mm -hmm. everything that, everything they said was ridiculous <laughs> so it's so easy to uh just show the hypocrisy here yeah yeah it's fun uh... stuff yeah <sighs> well should we save some for tomorrow to... yeah yeah we still have uh just under seven thousand people watching so i don't know what do you want to uh, make sure you sub I just got I just got rated over on Twitch by the uh, uh, Western Kabuki uh, podcast, it seems. Um, they oh, were cool. doing a live thing on Twitch. That's uh, uh, Juniper's uh, podcast. I didn't even oh. know they had a Twitch stream. That's cool. Yeah, Western oh, Kabuki's people great, wishing uh, me, it, a bunch of people wishing me happy podcast. birthday from that stream, by the way. I, thank you guys. Very nice. And gals mm. and everyone. I really appreciate it. After, yeah, yeah no, everyone, I it's spent, Matt's birthday. Yeah, I spent my birthday uh, sitting yeah. here watching the worst debate I think I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, what you said, Matt, was hit the nail on the head. These debates need Donald Trump. They're just, there is, isn't enough fireworks. Like, the I, fireworks that were there, it was, like, too, too like, it, I don't know. It can't offset the dumb I mean, shit we hear. That, that's, that's the problem. Like, there isn't enough right. fireworks for all the crap we have to hear. <laughs> That's the yeah. point of these debates, right? I mean, like, it's listen, we could pretend that this is all about, uh, you know, uh, uh, the things that matter, policy. No, the, the debates are not about that. The debates are mm -hmm. literally TV performances. I mean, that's why they're up there just reciting their prepared statements and speeches and talking points. I mean, Vivek uh, mentioned that at one point, but. That's a prepared line from him. His whole shtick right. is that, oh, yeah. oh, I got to constantly he present myself out. as not Hence being. Called him out. Yeah, right. I mean, these aren't, these aren't, the, 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 this isn't about the issues. This is about who can 
appeal to their base in their perform and to the base with their performance. And I think, um, you know, the 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 uh, 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 front runner who was on the stage, DeSantis, uh, did not perform well. Uh, Vivek overperformed to the point where he was unlikable. Uh, I think Pence surprised. Again, I hate saying this. I mean, I'm not saying he was good. I'm just saying I expected the crowd to eat him alive. He outperformed he your expectations. Held, yeah, not he, that he yes, was good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And he yeah. navigated yes, the Trump it. stuff well, I yes, think better than Christie, because he tried to talk about this in a very delicate way that didn't just mm-hmm. like antagonize the crowd. Whereas with Christie, he kept getting the booze and then he went, he leaned into the booze, which you don't like. You want to, you want to, because even if it's just that crowd of people there, the audience at home is going to feel that too, right? So I think that Pence handled that well. Having said that, though, I think that Pence surprised me. Like he, he went, he did better than my expectations, but my expectations were like beneath yeah, the floor. No I was so, expecting them to roll out the uh, the guillotine right there on the debate stage and try again. <laughs> the gallows. <laughs> the gallows. I keep saying guillotine. Yeah. It's the gallows. Yeah, you're right. Was, you're it right. It was a gallows. Right. It was definitely a gallows. Yeah, uh, right. I want to know what happened to Penny, the abortion survivor who survived multiple <laughs> right. attempts and then apparently was saved because her grandmother carried her off a dish. And that's the story. Like you know how every candidate at these debates has human interest stories. There's always like, oh, I know Joe the builder. I know Martha the plumber. All those kind of things. You know Penny, the abortion survivor. That was Ron DeSantis's human interest story. Like this is so weird. The whole segment, I just began tuning it out because it was just so yeah. like great. Like it was just so completely insane. Everything, everything they were saying, all the bullshit lines, abortion up to like the day of birth. Like this is we're right. talking about medical, extreme medical procedures. That, like no one's like no one carries a a fetus for nine months and on the day that, that they're about to give birth you know what i don't want it anymore like yeah, that, that's, not a, that's not that's not <laughs> a bored. fucking thing like I, we're talking about people that need it for you know other reasons but i just know. have an image of penny in my head like as a fetus and she remembers this which is why she's so traumatized she's like dodging the coat hanger she's like whoa oh my God. it's like the way, <laughs> oh my God. the way that he talked about it it's like i'm sorry but you're in a like that's su- that's such a weird survive way three to- terms in iraq or survive three abortion attempts <laughs> those like, are their two I mean, uh <laughs> it's so strange and he didn't think yeah, that that, was that would so come bizarre. off bizarrely right like there there are better ways he that always does that. talk about this yeah yeah he all, like <laughs> so no, he always strange. goes to the wor- the weirdest most morose thing like i saw him t- giving an interview they were talking to him and all of a sudden he starts talking about how like uh they're gonna drown in the blood of something i was like why are you talking this way you go to the weirdest <laughs> darkest version of something like <laughs> someone asks you what's your favorite cloud you know <laughs> <laughs> he's a socio the man is a sociopath i i, I think yeah, he that is. he actually is like he like he's not able to realize that like the normal human folk they wouldn't find that story compelling even if they agree with him right like mm-hmm. nobody believes that penny is still reeling from that time she almost got aborted how old is penny right i mean <laughs> you remember when you were fucking penis penny, penny i'd like to talk to penny <laughs> I okay i i don't know Someone in chat is saying the important point, though, are you guys going to talk about how they're going after teachers unions? Yeah, we should. That was weird. I like that. That was basically a question of education. (laughs) The true. True. Yeah, you're very. They're they're, they're anti-union generally. They're just more, right, where they're saying, you know, I mean, this whole school choice, for those who don't know, this is just code for, you know, they they want to destroy public education in favor of private education. And to Mm -hmm. go after teachers unions, I mean, that they're. Again, this is this has always been their stance, but the difference, like the 20, 
2023 version of the GOP is a lot different than like the GOP from 10 years ago because they don't use the double speak as much anymore. They kind of just come out and say what they want, right? Like, yeah, we're going to destroy teachers' yeah. unions. Um, yeah, we're going to shoot people at the border. What the fuck are you going to do about it? And the base claps like seals. They love this shit, right? Because this is mm -hmm. fundamentally a fascist party. So they don't have to like kind of like tap dance around these issues. They could just say, yeah, we support the worst version of the most cruelest version of a policy for everything imaginable. And, and it's fine. It doesn't lose them support, unfortunately, which is why they do it. But yeah, that on that question, I didn't hear a single answer that made any sense practically. It was like we're either going to abolish the, the Department of Education, we're going to get rid of all the teachers' unions. That's where we need to start. There, I was like, and and then what? What's like? I, I think uh, you yeah. know Scott was the only person who was like, we're going to fire them and then put them and rehire border agents. No, sorry, that was the IRS. That was we're going to fire every mm. IRS agent and then mm. put them down at the border, which also just nonsense. I don't. I like. Yeah. Is this a one to one? Like it doesn't make any sense. There was like there wasn't a single practical. Here's how. I can improve your lives answer that entire time right no yeah it's just yeah For and again this is what we expect yeah. from the gop debates the best thing that i always hope to get out of the gop debates is like really funny moments like some boomer moments mm -hmm. and just like them attacking each other but without trump the magic is gone like i remember watching the 2016 debates of donald trump just like screaming at the tv it was so exciting to see him go after low energy jeb bush and call out the mm -hmm. you know republican party or the Iraq little war. Rubio, yeah, little Rubio, <laughs> but like nobody else can recapture that magic. Yeah, yeah, no, no like the vet can't recapture the magic. Nobody can no. recapture the magic this is, like Trump. And this, this is why, why Trump's over. so he's popular. Good. Like this is why yeah. he's so popular because he's a right wing comedian. Like he's he is yeah, he hilarious. Is. If you can't ignore that he's a piece of shit, like he's he's a yeah, funny, absolute monster. He's a funny absolute individual. Monster. Yeah. yeah, but the way right. he carries himself, the way he talks about, the way he attacks people, the way he ta talks about himself sometimes, like it's, he's just, he's, he's a funny person. So not, right. like he, he was really missed in that debate because there wasn't enough, as we said earlier, there's not, not enough of the, of the, I don't know, the fireworks to really take over just how much fucking sludge we had to listen to <laughs> the right. entire time. Just the reha the same rehash right wing talking points that we've all did done videos on, all debunked a thousand times over over the past, mm -hmm. you know, eight whatever years. Like it's just it's hearing that same shit condensed down to two hours is just my mind. It's, it's <laughs> my so, mind is, is no, it's done. so draining. Like you hear the establishment NPCs go after the fucking or no, I should say you hear the populist NPC go after the uh, establishment NPCs with his NPC mm -hmm. talking points, the right wing populist talking points, um, and yeah, it's all it's all a shtick. Um, I just none of it is real. They're all liars. Like I, I try again. I, I said that I tried to look up that seventy percent number that Mike Pence threw around. He, I, I'm pretty sure he just made it up. Yeah, where seventy percent mm -hmm. of Americans what support abortion bans after what fifteen a weeks. Like what? What what about the other stat that was like seventy thousand Americans have died from the Mexican border from fentanyl alone? Like, is is he just putting oh, right. overdose tests? Is he just is he attributing yeah. like the opioid crisis to the the Mexican border exclusively as like the sole cause of that? Yeah, like what do they mean? It can mean like because they're so disingenuous. Um, even if it mm -hmm. starts with a kernel of truth, like how they get to their answer, just I don't know. They're liars, so I assume everything that they're saying is incorrect, and then I look it up later.
But um, you know what was yeah. haunting was the fact that like they had an actual kid go on camera to talk about, hey, you know what's actually really concerning, and this was even on the Fox News debate on the right. Uh, we all care about climate change to find out right. what their answers were, and then they were like, raise your hand if you think like there's actually human made climate change, and like one person shyly went like this and then went back down, and that and that was it. Otherwise, there was like not a single hand. But yeah, the mo- that was the most actually the most surprising part of the debate for me was that there was any question at all, and that that mm-hmm. the topic was actually kind of mm-hmm. taken seriously. Like there was like a young kid yeah. being like, "This is a real issue." And, yeah, out of anything, I was the most shocked by that because that's the first time I've ever seen, the, but whether it's even Fox News, but like the party generally really acknowledge climate change and that it's a problem, mm-hmm. and then you have every candidate, you know, just talk around the problem. But, but, yeah, but, they, they, but you know, they, they listed disasters. Actual real question. You're right. She she went through a whole bunch of things. She's like, you know, in California, we have both the floods and the wildfires. We have this Maui burnt to the ground. Like I, I'm like, you are directly attributing things, or at least the question is framing it that you attribute this to climate change. That that was I, the first time I've seen that in a Republican debate, maybe ever. I think mm-hmm. maybe one of and the, the Fox News executive, uh, executive houses got like burned down in a fire or something. Now they're, they're changing strategy. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like what, what prompted this acknowledgement of climate change? Yeah, yeah no. This. And ironically, Vivek, the youngest person on stage who kind of touts him being younger, had the worst answer. He's like, oh, I'm the only one who will say it, it's a hoax. I mean, that shit is well, going to play hates, really well he... with the GOP crowd, but not in a general election. I mean, he hates young people, though. Yeah. This whole one of his major things is right. he want, doesn't want people under the age of 25 to be able to vote. I mean, that'll be very is, popular in a general is, election, I'll tell you. Is, yeah, it's basically yeah. he has to overcompensate for, for his age. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he wants he wants ridiculous. the boomers to know that he is an acceptable young person, the only acceptable young person. Um, because he and hates that's why people. <laughs> yeah, he hates. He wishes he was a boomer. He wishes he was in yeah. the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> The greatest generation is the greatest generation. That's why you should yeah. vote me a millennial. I will say, though, that <laughs> during that whole um, the Trump portion, where you can tell they were all kind of squeezing their cheeks, really worried, tap dancing around it, DeSantis handled that Except so Except for poorly. Pence, who was like, I want to talk more on this issue. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, no, Pence, Pence was great. DeSantis, he came off to me as like very Hillary Clinton-esque when he was like, oh, we, we've got to look forward because it's so yes. obvious you're trying to get it. Like, you're so uncomfortable here. So to me, it's yeah. like the more that I watch, the more that he comes across as like the Republican uh, equivalent of Hillary Clinton slash, mm. you know, the American psycho guy. Um, but yeah, commenters on this side are class. <laughs> Hell yeah. Welcome to the circus, baby. That's right. We're the commies that Fox News warned you about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that reminded yeah, it, me of actually uh, another weird moment when they were like basically doing commies <laughs> and slander, but for a bunch of different shit. Sorry, though. <laughs> Sorry, I, this comment I, I just... If a fake converts, he has my phone. <laughs> I'm wondering... Well, there you go, Vivek. This person may be serious, considering the audience we, we garnered up during the stream. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, Lance. Oh, I totally forgot. Oh, yeah, communism. Uh, China communism bad, uh, apparently. Oh, was yeah. It Mexico communism right. bad, too. Yeah, Fentanyl, if it's in the room, it kills all the police officers that are in there. Other weird shit like that. A lot of yeah. <laughs> utterly bizarre statements. I'm very disappointed that nobody called Joe Biden a communist. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, that, w- that would have slapped, right? <laughs> that yeah. would have been a good yeah. a good line. I think the crowd would have ate that shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, lots of I yeah, see yeah. lots of Vivek support in the comment section. This kind of reinforces my belief that he is kind of like 
manufactured yes. online. He's an yeah. online character. He's the yeah, podcast like, what, guy. He's the podcast is, candidate. He's the Tulsi slash Andrew Yang of this round. Okay, to, to yeah. someone who to someone who's watching and commenting about their Vivek supporters, the Vivek supporters out there, what name me something specific that you like about him? Not something he said. Something specific that he wants to do. I, mean, I would love to know. Lives. I would love to. I would love to know what you. You could like ask that him. question of any of the candidate supporters <laughs> because <laughs> they, none of them no, have no, any real I get, policies. No, you, yeah, I, mean, like, you, I mean, you get what you know, the Mike Pence supporters, like the evangelical who wants biblical law, basically wants wants to live in a theocracy. That's still basically. pretty general, but yeah, I, mean, I guess. I just think I, I can't imagine there's a Republican supporter that's like you know I I like his infrastructure plan, like because none of these people have anything. Yeah. <laughs> They're all just going yeah. on vibes. Like there's yeah, no, and that's there's the no real platforms here. I mean, recall the 2020 Democratic Party primary. Like it was very substantive, right? We were talking about Medicare for all and arguing like the specificity of Medicare for all. Like how far do we want to go in terms of private insurance and whatnot? What is it going to cover? Whereas these people are talking about like, oh, China bad. Like it's so surface level. Like there's no substance there. And I get that that is what the crowd wants. Like they're going to get bored if they start getting into the nitty gritty of policy. But let's be honest, these candidates don't know shit about policy. I mean, and to the extent that they do know, it's they have the wrong positions on everything, right? They, I mean, they, like they all spit, but they all, their policy is basically, um, in number one, they want to cut taxes on the rich. That's, they always say that. Right. They want to cut taxes. Cut That's the main thing. And they, they tout that when they are in power, they cut taxes. Uh, and mm. then they go ahead and talk about the deficit, which, of course, as we all know, they can wring their hands about this and say they're the champions of this all they want. But whenever there's a Republican president, uh, we the uh, the deficit rises. We spend more and more and more. And we put our like the when's the last time we had a surplus? It was under Bill Clinton. Uh, I'm not saying Bill Clinton's yeah. a good president. I'm just pointing out that uh, when and if you look at the charts that show these things, uh, you, when there's a Republican president, our debt is in the red. And when there's a Democratic president, we might not be in the blue, but it goes up. It's less. With, well, Bill Clinton had us in the blue. I mean, the green or whatever it is. Um, you know, it's it's the same sort of policies that they, you know, and they their new thing is the, the obsession over transgender people. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is, what is going to be their policy there? Like, what is it going to be like Trump already did what he, he did with, um, you know, uh, uh, trans people in college sports with, what was it? What's it called again? Title, uh, oh, I yeah, I mean, uh, they don't have to speak to policies cause that's not why their voters vote. It's all cultural mm-hmm. bullshit. It's all just vague, like criticizing people that don't look like them, don't act like them, don't like who they like. Like it's, that's that's that their entire platform all the time and then there's like you know of course there's trump stuff like you know build the wall and again we're just talking xenophobic anti-immigration you know mumbo jumbo but so i guess if that's a policy you know that's the closest they'll get to a policy is build the wall but they generally they just don't discuss issues like that's not what republicans do <laughs> they don't really discuss any real policy issues i mean so to well, hey now, wokeness, they're, and, and they're CRT. Come yeah, on. exactly. Like yeah. that's <laughs> what, like what? So you know, it's just going to be vague dis- descriptions. And, and look, not saying there aren't policies behind them because we're seeing state by state. You know, in terms of like anti-trans legislation, like there is stuff they're doing. But in oh, yeah. terms of what they're these candidates will be discussing uh, on a regular basis, I I would 
they're not going to go to like strict policy. They're just going to, it's just going to be vague, you know, issues that they support or don't support. I'm so upset that I'm not doing my normal stream where I can ask these people in all the comment sections to call in because I would be, oh my God, I want to speak with some of these people so bad. We need a call in feature on this show. We really yeah, do. StreamYard needs that too. I need to send StreamYard some emails. Yeah, ask because <laughs> I think it would be email. awesome. Like if we could take calls, that would be very entertaining. It'd be cool to talk to like our regular viewers, but I do want to pick the brains of like a Vivek supporter or uh, you know the the one Doug Burgum supporter in the country that we could possibly find. Uh, me, I want to talk wonder, to that guy. I wonder if I could pull this off. Hold on. What if I did, let me try this really quick while we're just you know shooting the shit here. Let me change my. Um, Do you hear me? Do you guys hear me now? Yes. Now I do, yep. but you, you were muted now for a second. Now you hear me. Okay. Now yeah. let me see if I can. All right. Oh if you are uh, a Republican awesome. of a VEC support watching this, go to open Skype. I know that's an app that you might not use, It's but it's the app that I use right for back. my call-in show. Go to Skype. You go to Skype.com. You don't need to download it, but you can download the standalone app. And search Doomed Live. Doomed is the name of my live stream I do every Tuesday night. Doomed Live. And then call in, and I will attempt to take – we'll take one call at least. But it's got to be a Republican or so, someone who supported the people on the stage or at least one of the people on the stage, especially of a VEX supporter I'd love to hear from. <laughs> and I think this is going to work because I changed my uh, audio settings uh, it would just be audio. So if you're calling with the Skype video, thinking you'll be on video, we're just going to do audio. Um, let's 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 try this. Let's make this work. I'm really dying to see if this is going to happen. All they got to do is, is go to Skype.com and they could do it from there. I'm pretty sure you don't got to download it. Uh, you might have to create oh. an account. But um, I mean. I just want to see if I could find you easily to see if this is easy for someone else to do. So I have logged in. Yeah, I think you have to make an account because I just logged into mine. But uh, I mean, I, I, Skype is like the old standard. Like everyone has an old Skype account they probably haven't used in forever. But I mean, that's how I take call-ins. That's how I'm able to take calls from my show. Um, let's let's try this. I really is it Doom Live? With, is there a space? Because I'm not finding it when I search it. Uh, it should just come up if you type in Doomed Live. Let me let me uh. Try doomed live underscore one. I don't know why they gave me that as like the specific username. It's while you're finding that, I can read uh, his policies, which says that uh, Vivek Ramaswamy believes America is in the midst of a national identity crisis. It has replaced traditional religion with secular gods that he describes as wokeism, transgenderism, climatism, <laughs> covidism, and globalism. Holy shit! That is the online fucking candidate of this. Cycle yeah. mm -hmm. for sure. Alex Jones 2.0 is correct. That's yeah. not a good like for Alex Jones no. to say you're Alex Jones. That's gotta be sobering. Yeah, mm, that's would be sobering, pissed. sobering life moment. Yeah, yeah. I would love to talk to a Vivek person if they can call in if we can get it working. Maybe it's because I'm in Canada, but I, I couldn't find the account. So I don't know. Yeah, all right. All right. I gotta well, I gotta I'll keep it I'll keep it open. Anyways, uh but. Yeah, it is like oh, you, wait, someone, someone you just all can sound as long as you want. All right. What? Oh, someone right, called in? Yeah, wait, hold on. Someone just messaged me on Skype. Uh, let me see. Uh... They're saying, hey, ASL. <laughs> you want this stream? <laughs> this leftist mafia stream? 
Ah, someone just said, oh, they're just they're saying they found me. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, well, that means people can't find you. Yeah. Got people right. doomed well, live. I don't doomed live. People are too afraid. They're not going to come. Yeah. You're, you're all a bunch of scaredy cats. That's why. Let's use reverse psychology. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work on these people. <laughs> I, I, loved, I love talking to Republicans, right-wingers. I, I love talking to anyone who does not share... My view. You like the marketplace of never, ideas, but they, but they never want to talk. They never want to talk. It's weird. Like, you get the few, you get the few, uh, you know, right wing influencers who have platforms and shows where they, you know, they do it because they obviously want to create content. But like most, most of them, even, but even a lot of them don't want to talk either. It's just, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I don't see a lot of it unless it's like, like a C-SPAN has those call in shows, but. They never talk back to them. I mean, at least the, rarely they do. So it's usually like a person calls in, gives their comment, and they can hang up. And the host just sits there, is like, "Okay, yep." And they, they could be saying the dumbest shit, and that's what. And they normally are. <laughs> but the host has to sit there, just not along, until they get off the phone. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. But, I'm gonna call. Wait, I got a message from a, someone who claims they support Vivek and Trump. Maybe they're trolling and Trump, but let's let's see. I'm guessing I mean, it's a yeah, troll. I, These people I, aren't I, real. I it's going to be some like, hey, love the show, everyone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try this. Let's see, though, if you could hear you could hear them. We're just trying out the calls here. Hey, uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Brad. I'm from uh, Portland, Oregon. Brad from Port from Portland, or I already I already don't believe you're an actual Vivek and Trump supporter. <laughs> Why is that? Because you're from Portland, Oregon. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's none of us here. Exactly why I'm a uh, Trump and uh, right, so Vivek you, so supporter. You, so okay, I'm I'm gonna take you for your word. I'm I'm laughing because I think you might be one of our regular listeners messing with us. But I'll, let's let's take it now that you're uh, you are a Vivek and Trump supporter. Um, so what do you think of the debate tonight? Um, I thought it was interesting, but I thought it was definitely a sideshow to the reality that Trump is probably going to get the nomination. Um, I don't think any of them have a real shot. I think. I mean, like Trump mentioned, it's pretty much he has it in the bag and that that was just sort of a who's going to get the VP. That's pretty much it. Right. And you think and you think. Yeah. Who do you think performed? Who do you think performed the best tonight? I think Vivek performed the best. And from I I was watching a bunch of streams, not only uh, yours, but like others. And there's polls and stuff. And. It seemed like there was the most support for for Vivek, and I think, right. I mean, it's likely either he or, um, I forget the. DeSantis. I'm not sure about DeSantis, but I think, yeah, it was just a show for like who's going to get um. VP, to be honest. Do you, re- do you really think let's let's say let's say as as the primaries roll on and Vivek continues to have second place, and you know the 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 primary uh, elections happen and you know Vivek continues to hold strong and second throughout, do you think Trump would actually pick Vivek though as his VP? 
Um, I think you'd be strategic about it, and I think it wouldn't be a terrible choice. Like, um, I think I listened to an interview um, with Carrie Lake, and she's actually going for that role as well. That right, for whatever sure. makes the most sense in terms of picking up voters. And All right, hold, hold I mean, on, hold on one second. We just got, I just got on Twitch. I just got rated by Vouch. Uh, we have like thousands of people joining the Twitch channel stream right now. Um, so people who are listening, I am, we're, ta- we're talking to hey. uh, a uh, Vivek and Trump supporter who called in, who uh, thought Vivek did great tonight. Now, what do you what do you specifically uh, like about uh, Vivek? Like, give me some some things that make him like your. I guess your because you said you're a Trump supporter too. So I'm guessing Vivek's like your. In the pocket choice, like Trump, Trump is first, right? So yeah, I think uh, I will. I don't know. I can't speak for everyone, but I think a lot of people will agree with my general points of view that um, our foreign policy is not good right now. We need to make a change, and we need to have, go for peace for sure. And there's no point to this Ukraine debacle. Um, our border situation is not good and our government is way overblown and there's a lot of departments um, to, to Vivek's um, point that the government is doing more harm than good um, by intervening and it's, it's not good. And I'm, I'm obviously a conservative. I'm naturally that way. Um, but I even see some of my family members really, really leaning towards um, basically getting in, indoctrinated by the media. Um, hearing on what though? Like, give, like, give me, give, give me some, give me some specifics though. Like, I, I understand that you know, as a as a I, conservative, yeah, I, I media... specific. Sure. So, um, for example, I was at my birthday party this year. Um, Happy birthday, my brother. No, I mean, it was a while ago, but uh, my brother had mentioned he had read an article that sounded like he had been saying this um, to his friends and to everyone that uh, he thought that the talking point about being concerned about um, what was going into schools was out of touch and that we should be focused on guns rather than um, the content of what we're teaching children. Um, So... Um, I looked up basically what exactly the exact legislation was regarding what um, our local institutions had, you know, um, sorry, what the local people had come to the local school wards and what they were complaining about. And they were complaining about a couple of specific books um, that they thought were inappropriate. And I pulled up those specific books. I could basically read them and I started showing them pictures Um to my brother and his wife, and he thought they were wildly inappropriate. And uh, yes, I don't think you should show um, sexual reproductive things to fourth graders. That's inappropriate. And he agreed with me. Um, really? I mean, really, I, 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 I sex education. No, that's where I was taught. Uh, the I, uh, of whatever the media told him, and I, I find that very troubling. That he he would just. You know, take them for the word 
they were telling the, the truth when that actually is maybe something of concern. So these these parents. But the thing and is that's that more if you're really children, that's more important than dead children. Yeah, but can he but hear us or no? Oh, he might not be able to hear us. Oh, he might not be able to hear you guys. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. going to be one of the issues here. Okay. Now okay, we know. Well, Ender can gotta... relay can you... our thoughts. So I'll yeah, relay the message. Can you ask him, Matt, about his thoughts about how if you teach kids sex education, that actually reduces the uh, the uh, ability of them or the, the prospect of them getting sexual assaulted because then they know what to look for. They know what is and isn't inappropriate. Right. So uh, Mike wants to, and we'll figure out how to change it. So uh, yeah, know, we'll have to figure this out. This is gonna... <laughs> We're playing four way. Right. Yeah, this sucks. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. But um, <laughs> but do, do do you think that if we teach uh, children of a certain age group uh, when appropriate? Uh, you know, fourth grade is not like I, I learned about sex. I, my sex education in 1995 started at fifth, the fifth grade level. And I went to Catholic mm -hmm. school. So it's not like I was in like some like big government public school with, uh, you know, a Democratic president forcing sex ed on me. Um, but like, don't you think that uh, kids should know, have this basic education about, um, you know, sex so they know uh, what to look out for when they are being basically targeted by, um, you know, uh, people who seek to uh, sexually abuse them and harm them. I, yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, I think that it definitely needs to be taught, but it's just not the place of the government to do that. But then who? Then so, who? So wait, but then yeah, how, who, do how do you how do you implement that in school then? Like how do you how do you parents. teach sex education then without? But parents, 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 as but parents will uh, not do that. Parents don't want to have that discussion with their kids. Parents, um, also, also, some that's, a, a that's lot, a lot of like the parents need to do that, and we should. But that you can't change that around by saying it. The parents being the ultimate responsible people to do that. And okay, if, but if what? But 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 this is the truth, though. Parents, there are parents who who won't do that. So what happens to those kids? Like that is then something that society has to look at and figure out what to do. And the society we live in today has decided that that's where we put this sort of education in their schooling so that they every kid, regardless of what their their parents decide to do, has this basic knowledge that helps them in life. Um, yeah, like, absolutely. And it, it goes to the point of uh, what, you know, many of the candidates were saying that. Um, if there's schools that um, want to teach that, they can, or, or feel like they need to, they can. And then if people want to send their kids to private school and teach them themselves about sex, they can, and they can send them to a different school. Okay, so, but... Okay, but shouldn't so there be national standards? To... Because I was homeschooled, for example. This was my parents. Right. My parents can't were very you. evangelical. Mike, I know, I'm, I'm relaying Mike... it to Matt. Right, uh, Mike, so Mike I was said that his go ahead and behind ahead. when I started college, and I was very behind. I had to start at <laughs> elementary level math. So, don't you think that there should be some federal standards so that way we can make sure that as a country we aren't as stupid? Just generally speaking, not, not right. just with regard to like sex education. So, so Mike basically is relaying to me. We we got to figure out how to make it so you could hear. Them I know this is not we, sustainable. We, for... but we we got yeah, step one. You. We we got step one down though, where we can get a guest on. So that's already in the works. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so Mike basically has a, a background where he was brought up by, you know, his evangelical family and, um, you know, 
what should have someone like him have done where their family to, you know, someone like, you know, his detriment uh, specifically did not want him to learn about these things. Um, you know, let's let's also add this in here. Mike didn't bring this up, but I want to add this. Um, you know, we hear a lot nowadays from Republicans about like groomers and pedophiles. And usually they mean like people within the LGBTQ community, like trying to lure kids into joining them. But in actual the actuality, most sexual abuse, most actual real grooming comes from people who the child know. Right. Usually family members. So what do we do in scenarios where like, you know, may maybe the family isn't teaching this kid basic sex ed because they don't want this th th this kid to know that what's happening them to them every day, every week when they visit uncle or, you know, whoever, or even their own parents sometimes, uh, they don't want their kid to know that what's going on is wrong. Like, what do we do for those kids? I totally support a book about that. But that's what those books usually are about. And then they get banned they from schools. <laughs> yeah, I mean Like one of one so. of the one of the one of the books I saw people have a problem with um uh, just this past couple of weeks on Twitter from some like uh conservative and it, it went viral. Uh I I can't remember the name of the book, but she's mentioned how like her, 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 uh, either it was her son or her nephew saw a book about sailboats. The kid thought it was about sailboats or something. I don't know if any of you saw this tweet, but in actuality, uh, you know, that's just the title of the book. The kid just saw the name of the book and it said sailboats in the title, and they thought, oh, I'm, but the book was actually about, um, like a, a preteen, uh, or someone around that age range. Um, and it was a, young, a book for, 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 um, you know, uh, that grade level, like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Um, basically, uh, their story of how they came to, uh, discover that their father was sexually abusing them every night. Um, I mean, and, and that's what that book was for. Yet the conservatives, uh, uh online who were talking about this book over the past couple of weeks on Twitter, they were going ape shit over the fact that this book it wasn't even being taught in a school it was being it was like one of the books that the like the librarian's top pick at the local library or something like that and they were inundating this library now uh with phone calls and complaints that this book should not this book written for children in the age of fifth grade and up i believe it was how they shouldn't be able to read this book about how uh this the author of the book came to find out that like you know they were they had this inappropriate relationship with their father every night yeah so you're saying like the there was they extracted way more out of what the situation than what was actually the truth is that basically right like the, like a, like a lot of these books are basically just informing children about how uh this is how sex works this is how uh, you can get pregnant. This is how babies are made. Um, yeah, this is what you need fair. to do to practice safe sex. And part of that is, you know, showing imagery of how condoms work, how other contraceptives work. It does. I mean, I remember I, I remember being in fifth grade and the teacher putting on a video of a, yeah. a, a, a baby coming out of a, a vagina and how the class was like, holy shit, I like mean, this is crazy. 
but like this is important stuff. Yeah. Like this is this is basic uh, life. So this is a picture what... of a baby coming out of vagina in your fifth grade class. Oh, not a, not a picture. I mean, uh, a very explicit video. Necessary. But it's just. Can it's, I, it's, can it's, I say like, something, Matt? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Lance. Lance is going to say something, and I'll, yeah. I'll reiterate it to you, Colin. I, I have an important message to say. Can everyone who's watching go to youtube.com slash the surf times? Surf is spelled like uh, surf and lords, not surf like surfing. YouTube.com slash the surf times. I got to head out, y'all. Trans rights or human rights? That'll be my last message of the day. And uh, I'll see all of you guys tomorrow for the leftist mafia. I can't hear Lance. All right, Lance. All right so Lance. Basically it's a very important jump, message. So he was right. Lance was jumping. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, 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 I don't, um, you know, I. The idea that there shouldn't be some basic, um, fundamental, uh, you know, sort of syllabus in this country just to ensure that every child knows the basics of what sex is, um, how to practice it safely, um, and also what it means to be sexually abused. Um, I, I don't see how we can chop that up and just say some kids are allowed to know it and some kids aren't. It just seems like something that would, um, you know, fundamentally alter the lives of a subset of, of children. Like, um, you know, th th there's no surprise to me that usually it is the most fundamental religious uh, people who are brought up in a religious fundamental sort of uh, household and, and I don't just mean evangelical I mean anyone who you know you know religion is number one and we should not teach children sex at all because that's uh, you know heresy or whatever they're the ones who often end up having kids at a very young age their children end up having kids at a very young age because they Lord never Lord, learned mine. that if you insert a penis into a vagina and ejaculate you can create a Whoa. baby yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm, just, I'm getting explicit here because that's just the truth. I think it's just it's a like being grade four again. What point do you do that? <laughs> is where that's how maybe it, we have disagreement. But uh, I, I certainly agree that at some point they need to know that. Um, but I, I think we're kind of churning at this particular topic. If, if you want to. Um, I mean, bring I up think any it's of the pretty... other ones. I, I think I've, maybe oh, your viewers should uh, hear that as well. No, let's definitely let's definitely move on. First of all, I want to say I really appreciate you calling in. I think uh, what yeah, you, I do you calling it. in is absolutely fantastic, and everyone on the other end just agreed with me. Um, yes, tell because, him to say thank um, you. Yeah, I, because <laughs> more people need to call right, in though. with other, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, other, uh, you know. But let's let's move let's move on to a different topic. So what else? Um, appeals to I am you sorry. About... I, I am well, going to go. Just I'm going to say bye. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, this David's is, uh, heading out too. Peace, really... David. Later. Go I ahead. I'm going to bounce. It's pretty well obvious that um, if you ask anyone, um, if um, should you be, you be allowed to murder a two-year-old child, everyone would agree that that's wrong. Right, because that that's a human being idea? who who right. outs who who lives and breathes on their own, right. and is that's not dependent wrong. on another individual. And is um, a full what about human a, being, right? What about a uh, one-day-old child? Of course, that'd be murder because that is once again right. a full human life outside of another person who is and not then, dependent on their body right. for sustenance. So then, when it starts to get hairy, is everything in between after they're born and when they're conceived? So I think most of most conservatives will 
um, agree that, you know, if there is if it's a college kid that has a pregnancy and they find out about it, I don't think most conservatives will actually think it, it's wrong to abort the child, you know, in a reasonable time. The real debate uh, is really when, when I, think, I, don't I think you would be it. I think you would be outside of. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know about the word, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what you consider most to be, but I think there is a very significant uh, amount of Republicans uh, who, yeah. who who disagree with that, uh, who think that um, a that uh, that student that you said a college student or a high school student. What did you say again? I want to make sure I, I'm not taking college your, student. Uh, okay, That's where I, I think, think most of the promiscuous sex happens. All right. So. OK, they would. they OK. I would say if you said but, high school student, that argument would probably be a little bit more realistic. College student, okay. without a doubt, the, I would say the the majority of conservatives would probably think that that person would be old enough to not have make that. They, they would need to have that baby. They 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 would be outside that unless they were raped. Um, there would be a, 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 a more conservatives who then say, okay, that person can get an abortion. But I think eighteen plus you're talking about. I think. Most conservatives would probably be like, "Nope, sorry, you got to pay the consequence." Uh, now, from my experience, I've, I've talked to most of them, and, and I talk to them like, "What? What's that line when it's okay and it's not okay?" Most of them say between um, three months and six months after conception. And mm, that's yeah, that's, there is, there that's is, there, again, there's that's... certainly there's certainly a, a wide swath that. Immediately after conception, you know, no go. But I, I mean, I don't think that most conservatives, especially the ones like you guys are Democrat, you want to win the middle, right? So the ones that you should be talking about is um, the people arguing about um, when that time is, when you can't abort, when you can't. So well, I mean, I mean, we've had we've had a, a number of elections now since the decimation of uh roe v wade and um it's seemingly been one of the if not the number one issue in most americans voting americans minds when going to the polls and they have um basically shut down republicans multiple times now due to them not agreeing with the gop on abortion Um, and absolutely I, i can't tell you how angry i was when um they Roby Wade. So you're you're oh, you're like, you're oh a conservative. God. You're a conservative like, you're, who you're supported Roe v. Wade. Shit over so you're a conservative that supported Roe v. Wade. I'm like so furious because I knew it, when that happened, we're toast. We're gonna so you, lose. You, you you were in support of Roe v. Wade because we should we should you know we for people who, for oh for, oh fundamentally I think yes the the states should be able to decide, um, but I knew it would be a huge. Um, rallying point for the Democrats, <laughs> insanely. As soon as in, that happened, in, I was like, in, why would in, you in, hand that shit to them for free? In in red time, states, right before, in like, red oh states too, though. Like, like we should be explicitly in red states. This has been a losing uh, policy for Republicans. Yeah, and when and, and it's when like uh, there, there's states that are saying like eight months pregnant, <laughs> like oh, like like they're saying oh, like if you've had you're pregnant and it's like a month it's like you don't even you don't even know like personally i've had that situation with 
my girlfriends where you don't even know after a month or so. It's like it's not that's a very easy mistake. And then you're like trapped having that child. That's terrible to put that on. But the eight months question though, can you correct him, Matt, on that? Because that doesn't happen. Like just like yeah, women aren't having so, eight months abortions just for no reason. On that. And I was like, oh my so, God, we're toast. So let me let me ask you this. You, you brought up eight months or something. So you're saying um, you know, I, I guess you you brought up like three to six months in your discussions with people. I'm guessing you believe that an abortion after six months, let me give you that, six months would be something you would want to see. Uh, you know, that should be the, 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 the time limit. Like after six months, sorry, you can't get an abortion. Is that what your, your belief is? Um, I think at some point, I mean, I haven't really decided, I guess, or spent enough time thinking about it but like i've heard like the argument about i think it's like heartbeat or like brain function or something like that but there's a point where you can say this is a human and you can't murder it that's um, so so what if what if what if the um what if somewhere in there Maybe four, what? five, six. I don't know. Okay. So what if what if there is a, a, a situation where after that six-month period, what, what what I guess conservatives would continue, consider to be late-term abortion, the late-term abortion time period, what if during that period the, um, the mother's life uh, became, um, you know, she, she, something went wrong and she could have lost her life or – a situation where the baby, uh, the fetus, uh, uh, is basically, uh, you know, something went wrong, it's brain dead, is not living. Um, you think that the woman should have to carry the fetus to term in either of those scenarios? So I guess after any of you like make the determination like this is a life, then you have to treat each human um, – equal so if you think that a human becomes a human after six months then at that point it becomes like the railroad situation where you go on the left and kill one person go on the right you kill two person you have to basically make a guess at who what would make but you don't have to guess who, though who because... would save the most lives and that's not a difficult easy situation that's terrible situation to be in you, have, you know, try it. and that we should generally the government should stay out of that situation. It should be left to the doctors. If if um, you if you if you get into a if you get into a car accident and the person in the other vehicle, uh, you know, it was your fault. You were speeding um, and the person in the other vehicle is, you know, they, they're injured hor- horrifically in the wreck and they require uh, a new organ, a, a kidney transplant. Kidney. Mm-hmm. Should you be required to? Um, should the government require you uh, to, you know, provide uh, one of your kidneys to that person who you uh, injured and you know made it so that they had to have a kidney transplant? That's interesting. Um, Never thought about it, huh? So, just if I die? No, no, you're alive. No, 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 you're alive. Uh, you can, you know, you, you, you need to, uh, you know, people can live with one of those organs. 
Um, th th that's how they do those transplants. Um, you know, you could donate a, 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 you know, those sort of organs to a family member or someone who has you know, your blood type or whatever. Um, I'm not a, you know, a medical, uh, but, uh, professional, but that's the, you know, well, from what I understand, but, um, you get into a car accident, you're fine. The person in the other car is injured and requires you to donate one of the organs where you would still be fine. You would be able to live your life completely normally being that you are responsible for that person requiring a new organ. Should there be a law or a rule where you need to make sure that person lives? Hmm. That's a good one. It's a life. It's a life. All right? life is precious. It's a human life. Come on, this is easy. <laughs> I wish I, mean, you could, I wish I could talk. It's, right. It's it's but here's the thing though, like that 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 pondering that you're doing is the same sort of thing. And like you're not even in the situation. You're talking about this hypothetical scenario. Uh, but it's analogous to uh, what uh, basically a woman goes through when they have to decide, uh, you know, these sort of things with their own health. But the difference is, but, is but that it's kind of a, our situation. Stranger, though, isn't it? A, that that woman doesn't I mean, know it's a the fetus. Of our community. But. That woman, that woman doesn't know the fetus inside her. That fetus has done nothing for anyone. That stranger what? you killed could have an entire what? family. That stranger. Right, that's a outlandish that, comment. Like that's, why a fetus hasn't done saying, anything for? Are you saying that I mean, the mother has no connection with the fetus? No, that that's whatsoever? probably what make no. That's the that's the one individual who is probably most emotionally and physically uh, stressed and hurt and uh, you know uh, by this whole scenario. That's my point. Like the government should not step in and tell that woman what she can and cannot do in one of the most, if not the most, difficult decisions she'll ever make. See, there you go. I agree. You're on my okay, team. so Thanks, man. but how is that your 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 scenario? Also, you want states? You want you know, states I'm, to say that I'm woman? Ro that, ro ro you want it has the government intervening into those things? So you're basically agreeing with me by saying that the government. No, but you said no, but you said you said you said that. Um, you know, Roe v. Wade was basically you support it because you thought conservatives would get the, you know ro shellacked. Roe v. Wade was a national thing and all it did by removing it was leave it to the states correct okay uh, are you saying that are you, was designed are, are you saying that, that state uh, we have no we have no right no right whatsoever to impose upon laws at a national level has he states. heard of the supremacy clause of the US constitution wait so, so do you or this way was saying is that we're going to supersede states authority to put those laws that they cannot supersede. So you don't you don't view and, state government as government. Yeah. You don't view state government as government. Federal government. No, I, I absolutely believe in state government, but the federal laws need to be. So you're very, okay. Very, you're, so very you're okay. Important things that we so, we do things. So you're, so you're okay. Decided by the states. So so you're okay with the governor basically uh running a, a big brother fascist style uh you know uh, uh regime on their state as long as it's not on the federal level so the governor can basically um say uh, uh, uh no abortions for anyone and you don't think that's the government getting involved 
with uh, an individual's right to have uh, you know, a, a medical procedure or do what they think is the best uh, for their own personal health. I don't, I don't think it's the federal job to do that. And we have actually in the past, we've, okay, we, know, but we've, states, we've, we've, states who have uh, done really bad things. And uh, it was the Civil War. We invaded them and stopped them. But I, I get that you think that federal government bad, but you're you're basically saying though that a governor can do anything they want, and it, you're you would not be against that as big government. To you, that's not big government. Uh, a, a governor basically, um, you know, if if the governor um, did eminent domain on your home, you would be fine with that because it's not the the federal government doing it. Or what if they taught sex education to kids too early? That's fine. Is that fine? Right. Uh, or if so, a governor passed a law saying that uh, we're going to start teaching sex ed to kindergartners. That's not Big Brother stepping in because it's just the state. It's just the governor uh, uh, doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the topic of the conversation is the like the presidents. So we're talking about the federal level. So that's why I'm bringing that up. But um, yeah, generally my opinion is that um, the state should decide what they should, what they want to do. California is a much different state than Arkansas, and like their cultures reflect that, and it works better that way if people can um, make their laws based upon their own cultures. There yeah, are I'm gonna, states. I'm going to jump off right there... here, really quick. Okay, Mike. All right. Can Mike. you just ask him as a, fe a fellow PDXer what is his favorite flavor of Voodoo Donuts? Like, what's his favorite, real quick? Oh, uh, Mike has to jump off, but he's also a Portlandia or -er, uh, whatever <laughs> he said. PDX. Wow. So I guess I just went with that. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike wants to know what's your favorite. Talk about that for a second. Uh, what's your first? Of all, let me ask. Let me ask his question. What's your favorite uh, Voodoo Donut? Yeah. Um, I, I buy donuts all the time. I'm a salesperson, so um, yeah. I have some crazy shit at Voodoo Donuts, but it's like whatever. But hey, I want to talk about Portland. Just well, okay. I have to since he he didn't right, answer. Mike's I just have to say the correct guys, answer is Oreo. They, <laughs> Mike says the correct answer is Oreo. By the way, saying that that they can actually forgive basically any drugs. So people are moving to Portland in mass. They're not from here. They want to go here because they know they won't get punished for drugs. I've had my car stolen. I've had uh, my, my car broken into multiple times. And these people are not from here. They're basically coming here to do drugs. They're killing themselves. I had multiple people die feet from my apartment taking fentanyl and I, I can't even walk down the street feeling safe. So if you think that like amnesty of these drugs is, is nice, it's not nice. These people are, are, are in pain. They're, it's, it's not good. Do not. Which do is why we need a housing did. first policy. It's I'm going to duck out traumatic. right here. Take care. All right. Take care, Mike. All right. Yeah. I mean, I guess we should, uh, uh, it's just me left now, but that means that I don't have to go back and forth with everybody else asking who, who are telling me what to ask you. We will figure out how to uh, loop their calls into the callers next time as well. This is the first time taking calls on uh, using StreamYard, so we were just trying it out. 
Um, and it ended up working in terms of getting a caller on. We just they didn't have a way for him to hear the other hosts uh, other than me because I'm the one who has the Skype call open on my computer. But we'll mm -hmm. figure it out. Yeah. Um, but all right. But now it's just me. So let's get let's get back to um, I do want to talk about, uh, you know, really quick, you know, we'll wrap it up shortly. But I wanted to talk about, um, you know, you you had mentioned that um, you're sort of fine with this happening at the state level. Um, but what about like like but. There are, and we were talking about uh, abortion just a little while ago. Let me let me mention this. You know, there are states that want to, um, uh, who I believe have actually made it illegal for someone to leave the state to seek an abortion. What do you feel about that? As someone who's all about uh, states' rights, do, do you think a a, a a governor of one state can punish someone for what they do in another state? Absolutely not. That's that. That's the whole. I mean, but that's not. That's, the, that's not on a federal level. It, that's that's uh, that's a state level. There. The whole point of uh, having states have their own rights is that if you don't like the state, you can different state. but you can still hold to the ideals of uh, the Constitution. So, moving states. If you don't like a state, you move on. And I'm probably going to leave Portland and Oregon because I don't like the politics here, and you know. The reason, you know, I'm, I'm crying about being in Portland. That's my problem. I can move, and I will. Um, so, but for the governor of my state to tell me that I can't move states, that's completely wrong. So, I agree with you on that. That's uh, okay. Um, but yeah, okay, so but, but also, don't you think that what one state does also affects another state? Like in the scenario that I gave you. Um, no, an individual is able to go to another state that has different laws because they border each other and they, it's the closest state where they can get to. Don't you think that, like, you, know, you brought up the, you know, you, you think there's a big drug problem in Portland. I don't, I'm not a West Coast person. I am, uh, West Coast is probably the area of the country I am least familiar with, the place I've probably been the least amount of times, interestingly enough. Um, but um, uh, let me take you for what you said. But you don't think that if you move to a, you know, the neighboring state, um, you think like all the drug issues are just staying in Portland? Or do you think that like people from those neighboring states like drive outside of their state to buy drugs and then they bring them back to their state? Because we are, um, you know, after all, a, a country that, you know, we all what one does in one place affects a swath of people in another. Yeah. I think there's certainly um, – what's your question exactly? I'm not, I'm not sure I understand it. Well, don't you uh, think I, that – don't you think that as a country to just – as a united country that we are 50 states, yes, but we are also the United States of America, um, don't you think that federal laws are important to make sure that people in one state – aren't subject to the bad decisions of the state government or local government or whatever in another state? I mean, that's a consequence. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I just, it is what it is. You know, I feel like it's worth to, there's more upsides than downsides to that, but it is the federal, um, responsibility for one to 
maintain the border between uh, Mexico and the USA. And uh, 100% of that fentanyl is coming through the Mexican border. And I blame 100% the federal uh, for the amount of fentanyl that is on the streets, literally 100 feet from me. And well, I, I, I don't know about my, 100%. My, 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 my local <laughs> government for allowing this to be a thing. And someone stole my my car and they were sentenced to 18 months in jail. A felony that should be a long time in jail for stealing a car. But they don't have the prosecutorial resources to deal with that. And I guess I just have to deal with it. But it's no, stealing, literally a nightmare stealing, here. St- stealing a car. Listen, I, I certainly um, sympathize with you. I had, I've had, i had a car stolen before. But, I mean, it's certainly not even close to being, like, uh, a very serious crime. Um, it, it's, I mean, it's not. You don't think that's a serious crime? I mean, compared to, like, murder and homicide and, and rape and uh, trafficking and all these other very yeah, serious yeah. crimes. I it's mean, it's certainly, serious, not, but it's, it's certainly not. It's a, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I listen, I, I appreciate you it's calling. I mean, so, so let me, let me ask, let's, let's end on this. Let's end on this instead of going to, so, so you think Vivek is your guy because I guess you think he's going to what? I think that Vivek, um, he, understands how to win I think he how to win what like wants, how to win the election wants, you wants mean to or shake, shake shake things up and make some change I, I i like he mentioned um destroying like the department of education i think that uh and like oh, several other places i want to make the government way smaller how small? i think that like what what is what like how small though like what do you what what do you, what do you think is um uh, like, 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 what's your issue? Like, um, in terms of like, I, I agree. There's probably areas where, um, uh, I mean, probably there are certainly areas like for one defense, uh, department of defense, uh, our military. I think we can yes, greatly cut so much of that. And I'm not talking about, and, and I'm not talking about, you know, uh, in terms of, uh, uh, providing, uh, uh, you know, salaries and health care to veterans and, and, and benefits to veterans, I should say, and, uh, you know, uh, active military duty military. I'm not I'm discussing like how much we spend on, um, you know, uh, weapons, uh, how much we give the military industrial complex. Uh, I agree with you there. But like for me, it's not like, oh, all of government's too big because. I just want government to be whatever size it needs to be to work. And for me, we are overspending in one area. I don't think we put enough money into education. I don't think we put enough money into social safety net programs. I don't think we do enough for, um, you know, we we do enough for people in terms of uh, welfare, uh, social security. Um, I think there are. Yeah, I I totally agree. So for the education thing, I think we, uh, I'm I'm willing to get my mind changed on that stuff, but generally I think um, government spending needs to go down, and I think 
let me tell you this. It's my job as a conservative and for all conservatives to tell progressives that, that they have a lot of ideas. They want to change everything all the time. But it's the job of conservatives to say, hey, hold on a second. Slow down. And there's certain things in our culture that we developed over thousands of years that we do, and we don't even know why we do them, but we do them for a reason and it works. And that we need, someone has to be the guy who says, Hey, take it easy. Don't change too much shit. Take like, it easy. Like Slow what? Though? Like give me, give me, give me an example well, of something that their you, that job could... is to come up with things, new things we need to change, new things. It's, right. it's a conservative job to, say because the world spins down. and things change and we need to adapt with current events i mean yeah it's but, just, but yeah. there's there, there's some things that that um are the way they are for a reason we need to make sure we don't like change everything too quickly like what what's something that is how it is for a reason that progressives or con or progressives want to change that uh conservatives need to tell them to slow down on i think a, a really good example of that is um like the, like the nuclear family, which is brought up a lot during the debate. Um, Progressives have we have a policy to uh, destroy the nuclear family? That would be news to me. No, I don't think you did it intentionally, that, no. and that's exactly my point. Um, so so what, I'm, what? I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean you. I just meant like the no, no, I, I of course, no, no, no. I totally, um, I was just being, you know, I just, I like being facetious. Um, so, 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 yeah, go ahead. I, I want to hear how, how, how progressive policy has accidentally done that. So out of altruism, um, we had made a lot of incentives towards um, people who have kids, you know, out of what, out of wedlock. And now it's like a situation where it's, it's an incentive actually to um, father not in the home. Um, it's better for the ch child financially to not have a father um, in the home, and that's so terrible to the, the child. It's do you, brutal you, you... and wrong, and it's terrible for them to do that. But we, we didn't do this on purpose. We did it accidentally because conservatives did not step up and say, hey, wait a second, this is something like the nuclear family is important. Kids need to have fathers. And conservatives didn't step up enough in that moment and now we have so many children without fathers and they are seriously messed up in the head because they don't have anyone to look up to they don't have no one to teach them how to be a man and it's really fucking up everything to do with these these poor families it, it's very tragic and if um progressives knew that beforehand before they made these policies that they, they would not have done that but they didn't know. They didn't know so, how so, important so, the nuclear so, family so, was. So, so you think there are um, a significant number of people who uh, specifically um, do not let a father invo get involved with their children, or like, what, what are you suggesting here? Like, what is what is going on here? Like, so, so, so what happens is that. Um, the we thought that we should take care of children and then I think we, we voted towards taking care of children and then we voted for this law that happens and then 
Um, next thing you know, it just so comes to the case that, oh, well, the best thing for my kid and this mother is a good mother. She's a good person. She realizes that given the laws that are given to me in this situation, the best thing for my child is to not let my father. Oh, wait, hold on. My headphones just died. Hold on. I'm replacing one. Hold on. So. Hey, you there? I don't blame the mother. I don't blame anyone else. That's the laws have made that. And what ends up happening is the, the kid is seriously disadvantaged. And it wasn't anyone's fault. The only fault I would put on anyone was that the conservatives didn't say, hey, why didn't we think about this a little deeper? Why didn't so, we stop so what? So what do you suggest that? Okay, so what do you? I, I'm sorry, I, I one of my uh, AirPods died, so I had to replace them really quick. So I missed a little bit of what you said, but let me ask you this. Um, I, but I got the I got the the gist of it. Um, what would you, what would you as a conservative do for a single mother uh, with I don't know two kids? Um, what 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 would you, what would your dream scenario as a conservative be uh, for for uh, for that? For, for that situation, single mother, two kids. So for me, prevent it from ever happening. I mean, that's kind of a cheat answer, but um, how do we prevent that? How do we goal. prevent that? From, how do we prevent that from happening? To make her not single, have the father of the child be present. 18, 19, 20 year old gets pregnant. Nothing that could have been done about it. Um, I mean, something could have been done. Yes. Something something could have been done yes. about it, but conservatives don't want them to do that. Um, so you know, we had a whole conversation before about abortion. Um, so young young single mother, kids. She's now in her early twenties. Um, you know, what what do we do for them? They uh, they need to eat, right? They need a place to live, right? What do we do? We should take care of them, right? Right, of course, but and that's yeah. what we do. That's what we do. Right, right. But you said that conservatives don't have a problem with that. They have a problem. With, they they think we should whoa whoa slow down. This shouldn't be. No, we should. We should have done something before that happened. What though? Not incentivized to kick the the father out. How do how is that incentivized? The father. Just was not was not involved. The, the 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 woman did not have any idea she was going to get pregnant. Uh, maybe she did in in some scenarios, and the the father turned out to not be the type of person who she thought he would be, and uh, he just up and left. What do we like? How do you how do you as a conservative stop that? I think that we need to make a point that being a father is really important, and that you. If you conceive a child, that you're responsible for that child, not the mother's sole responsibility. If you don't take a step to be a part of that child's life, then you're doing extreme harm. Right. We do that. We, we do that. That's what child support is. But there are lots of, a lot of people who don't pay child support. There are a lot of people who um, do, do well, pay child can. support, but they don't make enough money to really give anything substantive to the, uh, the, the, uh, mother with the children. Um, so what do we, like, we, like, like, I don't know what scenario conservatives think is happening that like women are purposefully getting pregnant, uh, 
uh, no, having lots of children. I'm not saying that. Okay. I, I think it's all an accident. It's you know. Or no, out of their no out of their out of their hands. Does this right. On purpose. Right. Right. Well, there there are no, conservatives no who think they, they do. But I'm purpose. glad you're not one it's of them. It's terrible for everyone. Right, but listen, like, like I, I don't, I don't get what you're saying should be done though. Like, if if a woman has children, and she needs to provide for them, but they're they 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 she she's a single mother, she can't go to work, uh, because who's gonna watch the kids? Or maybe she does go to work, and she needs to pay for childcare, and she's a lucky person who's able to afford childcare to begin with. But then also, uh, you know, childcare isn't cheap, so they're paying for childcare. And what after they pay for childcare, the money, amount of money they make isn't enough to sustain uh, a living wage for a, a mother with two kids. I mean, I I don't know what the the whoa 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 you're going too far here is by giving them. I think like the the I don't I don't I don't know the uh, situation in each and every state. But I think in New York, the the max amount that they can uh, a mother a single mother with two children can receive is something like thirty five thousand dollars a year or something like that. In in overall, the entirety of welfare benefits, I believe, you know, food stamps. Yeah, I mean that's that's just, that's that's not a lot of money for raising two kids, and that's New York. Yeah. I mean, I stayed a couple nights in New York. It's expensive as shit. Right. <laughs> like, like here's like here's the thing that really like confuses me about like the the conservative ideology. Like, we don't want to we don't want to teach children about sex. We don't want to educate them on what sex is and what could happen from sex. But so okay, so we don't want that to happen. But then they go ahead and get pregnant because they don't know what happens when you have sex but then we don't no, want them to get but then we don't want them then we don't want them to want them to get abortions right so then we have young people having kids when they're not in a situation in their life where they are educated uh have a, a job or any sort of job prospects um but then we complain about giving those people money just to survive but also it's the party that really cares about children but doesn't want to give them money like i i i'm i'm like really straining here and i, I think i'm being quite generous too and how i'm I, I know there are people in the chat who are probably uh uh phrase this in a, a much different way but like i don't <laughs> understand where where the issue lies for conservatives then in terms of like slow down okay where you don't want to teach them about uh, uh you don't want them to learn about sex you don't want them to have abortions uh you care about kids but you don't want to give them money so what's the solution like, like, like you're just like just saying like fathers should stay with their. I mean, we could say that to the cows come home. It still happens, and it's still going to happen. Um, it doesn't matter uh, what. I mean, uh, another thing that's been detrimental to the nuclear family is the fact that 
the cost of living is so much money and wages haven't kept up with it that in a lot of families, it is a requirement yeah. for both parents to work. And that means they spend less time with their kids because both parents are now working. Um, and then, of course, uh, money issues is oftentimes a, a major point for the, uh, the, I guess, decay or destruction of that uh, familial relationship and oftentimes is a major factor in divorces. Yeah. Um, and But conservatives don't want to help there either. They want businesses to run rampant in terms of how they can, they don't really want a minimum wage. They think uh, people, if, a, if someone wants to take a job for a dollar, they should take a job for a dollar an hour. Uh, like that's, that's, that's where I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm throwing this all at you here, but it's, it's like this never ending circle of, I don't want this to happen, but I support all the reasons that it does happen. And then that secondary issue, you don't want that to happen, but you support all the reasons why it happened. And then that third issue, you don't want it to happen and so on. Like, it's just, it's just like a human centipede of a conservative saying, uh, we don't want this to happen, but we're gonna let it happen. But then we also don't wanna stop the causes of it happening. Right, so you're, I basically agree with you on most things. So what I'm saying is that the, the more you try to do, the more you're gonna fuck it up. The more, I'm sorry, say that again? The more you try to do, Fix it, the more you're gonna fuck it up. I don't think so. I think uh, giving I, people. I, I, I honestly, that's that's my belief that you and the government, if they try to do more, they're gonna fuck it up more than it already was. And I think you're absolutely right that the economics have a massive, massive contribution to that. And uh, I think some of the policies with uh, energy and foreign policy um, and not dealing with corruption are the primary issues. And I think that's to bring back Trump. I think that he hit some of those. I didn't vote for Trump for any of those social policies we've been talking about. I voted for Trump on the wall issue and his foreign policy issue and um, his pro jobs. And, you know, I don't think he really needed to cut capital gains tax, but um, I saw when Trump was in office, um, an enormous gain from the lower income. Just And all of these issues that we're talking about started getting better really fast. And I think if we go back to that, um, a lot of those issues will go away a lot quicker. If, what, we what, start what? if we start drilling in um, in West Texas, like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe that they let Chevron and Phillips just consolidate the whole West Texas oil fields. It's such corrupt bullshit that they did that. Like th there was thousands and thousands of independent contractors and companies drilling, making gas prices down to two dollars. And <laughs> it was amazing that everyone got the benefit of that everyone's bills were w much lower because companies were allowed to actually go out and drill but now you know what they're doing they 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 drill these things and then no one fucking pumps the oil out they just let it sit because it's better for corporate profits to 
sit on that money and for two or three companies to control the money in West Texas and for them in turn to pay money to politicians to basically control a monopoly. Like where the hell did the anti-Sherman Trust Act co- go? Like what the what the fuck? Oh, I, I listen. I, I like, agree. That I, listen, I, I agree with like, you. Oh, my that God. We, I mean, I don't think billions and billions of dollars to money to Ukraine. And there's there's like well, the, the Ukraine thing is stuff. just not it's just a non-issue. But um, and it's like uh, no wars, no wars, pump oil. You think you fix but, our but, economy but, and everything right. will be fine. I want to I want to I want to I, 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 I believe that if either Vivek and Vivek's not going to get it. Vivek's probably going to go for a VP with Trump. Um, and you can count me on this and you can call me in whatever eight years if Trump wins. Our economy, you look back and it'll be better if Trump and Vivek win. Listen, I just realized that we've been, we've been talking for almost an hour now. And I really appreciate it. And I, I want to go longer with you, but I, I think an hour is, is a good... Uh, so what I'm going to ask actually is please um, call in another time. You have the Skype username. Um, sure. definitely, definitely subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash Matt Binder. That's my personal channel. You might be watching it on one of the other guys channel. Cause we, we do the, the cross streaming thing, uh, the multi streaming thing. Uh, we might cross streams too sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> um, but follow me there. And anytime I'm on and I'm taking calls, I'd be happy to take your call and continue this conversation. Um, Absolutely. so, uh, and you know, I, I appreciate, like I always say, uh, no matter where I disagree with a conservative or a libertarian or anyone, uh, I always give props for an individual who calls in to discuss. Because if we're not talking with each other, then what's the point? I mean, uh, li- living in a silo doesn't 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 we, do anything. Yeah. Right. So uh, have a great night. It was an absolute pleasure talking with you. I look forward to continuing this conversation when we have more time. And it's not almost 1 a.m. over here for me. I know it's three hours yeah. earlier for you, but it's almost one for me. Um, and I got a yeah. flight in a couple hours too. So. Oh, th- so b- b- even better for you. Uh, have a great night. Take care. Please call yeah. in again. It's a pleasure talking with you. Have a good night. Take care. Bye. I'm really glad we did that because that was a lot of fun. Uh, for people who, you know, if you're normally watching my channel, you know I love doing this. I uh, will go on and on. I'm going to switch mics just to make sure there's no issue here. Uh, you should still hear me. Uh, I want to make sure you do. Uh, you should hear me. Um, I go on with callers on my own stream when I'm just streaming by myself forever. And I go with multiple callers because it is the most fun thing to do. Because what is the purpose of having these? Like, it's hey, listen, I know my usual listeners and viewers like to jump on the stream and we have fun, we talk about stuff. But if we're not hearing what other people think who, you know, aren't within our own little community here, then I mean, we're never really going to get an idea of how I think a lot of people think in this country. Um, I want to, first of all, really uh, say up front that I'm really happy Brad called in. And like I said, no joke. I give props to anyone who does that. I don't care who you are. I even say that for conservative influencers uh, who actually have on other people. Um you know, for example, Tim Pool sucks in a lot of ways. Talking with other people, uh, except Sam Cedar, which is his weak point. He won't do that. That I don't respect. But him talking to other people like me and Lance and Emma, 
That part, I give them props for. Every single person should do that. Um, but, I mean, that is... When you listen to people talk, um, that is the sort of uh, crux of a lot of conservative ideology, right? They are against one thing, and because they are against one thing, something happens. And then there's a way to help with the something that happens, but they don't want to help with the something that happens. It just, and then it's a constant cycle that continues. And it moves on to the next issue, and the next issue, and the next issue. And then before you know it, like I said earlier, you have a human centipede of broken policies that are all distinctly caused by the preceding one. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Uh, this caller has a, uh, someone's messaging me on Spike, uh, on Skype, excuse me. You only pick idiots to show dumb side of conservative Republicans. I don't, I don't ever pre-screen my calls. I don't care if you're a fan or you're calling in to debate me. I have never pre-screened. This is not the person who I just spoke to. This is someone else who wanted to talk. It's 1 a.m. on my end. I would be happy to take your call the next show. I, I'll absolutely do it. I, I, I mean, I don't know how long. I mean, I'm feeling myself uh, tired. But, I mean, if you really want to do it at 1 a.m., I mean, I don't know where it's your time. But, I mean, I don't pre-screen my calls. I just take the call as it comes in. First come, first serve, like general admission. And yeah, Phil says in a super chat, you go too long sometimes. Yeah, and I give people too much time sometimes. There's a lot of times where it probably helped me to just be like, all right, enough of this one. Um, I don't. Whoever calls in just calls in and that's the call I take. So to the person who wants to call, talk to me next time, I'll be happy. In fact, I will put you at the front of the line. Please follow me, youtube.com slash mapbender, twitch.tv slash mapbender. Next time I am live and taking calls, stream just me, I am 100% taking calls. I don't know if I'll be able to figure out the phone system for tomorrow's stream with the other guys for Leftist Mafia. Everyone you just saw for the debate stream, I'm going to be on with them again tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m for our usual Thursday night leftist mafia stream. I don't know if I'm going to figure out how to get them to hear the calls. I don't think we could do the call in again with them not hearing it. It was just a last minute idea to just test it out. And we realized that 50% of it worked, the other 50% didn't. Um, but uh, I will be happy to take your call next time. 100, I'll put you at the front of the line. Um... This, you know, I, 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 and this is, you know, it, it's not just to, to rag on, I don't think I'm ragging on him, but to even like critique the caller's arguments. But what you heard from the caller was just a non-media prepared version of what you heard at the debate stage tonight. There was no difference between what, the eight people on the stage tonight were saying. In fact, I think the caller was even was was better in terms of uh, he was without a doubt 
in certain aspects, specific policy aspects, probably more liberal, or I should say to the left, not on the left, more to the left than how right-wing all the people on the debate stage were tonight. But the line of argument, it's pretty much the same. Um... Oh, GPT Vivek, chat GPT Vivek was a great line from Chris Christie. I will give him that. Anyone who, um, <laughs> uh, anyone who heard that, I mean, he, that's, that is him, isn't it? Chat GPT candidate. Um, anyway, I feel myself getting tired. Um, all the super chats that came in tonight, we'll read them on the streams tomorrow. If you want to tune, tune into my version of that stream, youtube.com slash Binder. I know I'm live still on David's stream, Mike's stream, I think Ben Dixon's stream, right? I don't even know who else is uh, still on right now. If you're usually a subscriber to theirs or watch via them, make sure you subscribe to my channels too. Uh, tomorrow is 8.30 p.m. I'm also on the Majority Report tomorrow. Um, you know the Majority Report. With Sam Cedar, although I'm not on with Sam Cedar, I'm on with Emma Vigland and Brandon Sutton. So I'll be on Majority Port tomorrow afternoon. And then um, Leftist Mafia with all the people you saw in uh, with us tonight for the debate at 8.30 p.m. And uh, yeah. Who should I raid over on Twitch, by the way, before I, I say uh, farewell? There's a, a let me let me see who I should raid here. Um, who's doing debate stuff? Anyone? Are we almost hitting four? We hit four hours. I did it. I did my four hour stream. That's just that's me. Anyone who knows me knows I go long. I can't help it. And it's my birthday. Well, it's not my birthday anymore. My birthday ended while I was here with all of you. It's now August 24th. Uh, no longer my birthday. My birthday was August 23rd yesterday. Yeah. Um, Mike is still on Twitch because he's streaming me. I'm not going to raid Mike because Mike is, Mike is going to end. When, when I end this stream, every other stream is going to shut off. Rational National, Humanist Report, Ben Dixon's. Every single one of them is going to shut off when I um, shut this off. Oh, I did see that U.S. Yeah, so I'll send it over to USA Hole. I'll do that. So uh, hope to see you all tomorrow. And uh, hope to see you all on my own streams in the future, too. Don't forget to subscribe or follow or whatever. And uh, have a great night, everybody. Just rating USA hole. I wish I could control. I wish I could rate. Like, I wish StreamYard let me control all the raids. That would be quite incredible, wouldn't it? That would be something. But I could only see for mine, unfortunately. All right. Let's. Uh finish this right here i guess i'll plug while i'm doing this instead of just uh standing around 
YouTube.com slash MapBinder, Twitch.tv slash MapBinder. Uh, don't forget to subscribe Twitch, uh, you know, with the uh, Twitch Prime subscription if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber. Uh, you can become a member of my YouTube channel too, YouTube.com slash MapBinder. Um, uh, Patreon.com slash MapBinder if you'd like to financially support the show with a monthly subscription and help my uh, show grow. I don't know why the raid is not working. I clicked raid and I clicked it twice. Um, what's going on? Running out of things to say. Uh, doomedcast.com for the podcast version of my show. Also, check out my crypto critical show, Scam Economy, where I it's not just about crypto anymore, but it's mostly about crypto. Um, but it's where I take down the scam economy that is the cryptocurrency space, along with the whole tech industry VC hype machine behind it. Um, Again, that's scameconomy.com. And uh, why isn't this raid working? What the hell? There we go. It just worked. All right. Take care, everyone.